You can, seriously. I mean, we're stars. You can do whatever. And Vader's like, oh, I don't know. And Scorpion's like, no, watch. Here, come with me. Um, that's good enough as any way to start the show. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Uh, my name is John. We've got John. Oh, yeah. We've got Lucha Lucha Spreadsheet. Master John is here um, from Twitter at another spammer who um, we've talked about coming on the show forever, who I have shared an Airbnb with and uh, and uh, drugs and, and tacos and whatnot. And we've watched... Uh, CMLL Sunday opening matches on a Airbnb PS4 together. So, you know, we're friends. This friend of mine, John. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to say. We, what did we, we split the, um, the, the IW, uh, the, what the hell is the wrestling group that the, told us the weed chocolate bar? That was, that was, uh, uh, Stoney from ICW NHB. She does yeah. the the branded weed chocolate. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think she's back at it too. I think she took some time off. I think she's back at it. So shout out to her. Um, the uh, yeah, we saw we were you we, we saw IWA King of the Death matches together, right? In yeah, that was it. yeah, that was there. Indiana, and uh, but the first time we hung out was at NGI 2019. Yeah, um, where I think uh, I don't know what. Mike Stocks and Brandon, like, were there? Like, everybody was Boston Nuga was there. Like, everybody was there, you know. <laughs> yeah, Ty was there. Uh, yeah, we met Lane. Like, it was a great Chris day. Was there. Lane was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Ty were there. Um, and so, but that was the day that I remember. That was the first time I met you, and we knew you were going to be there. Like, I was like going to meet you there, and um, but you had gone to the afternoon show, um, which was, oh, yeah, was uh, the... <laughs> Black Label Pro Turbo Graps. Tog one and Tog two, which I believe yeah. started at eleven in the morning and finished around <laughs> six p.m. <laughs> yeah, I got to see like what was it like Hornswoggle versus Marco Stunt or something. Yeah, I think Brian Alvarez might have worked one of the men. <laughs> like, and but no, when I got there, when I got there, I was like, "Are you are you watching the show?" And you were like, "I asked John, are you what's what's the match that's on?" And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm in the woods reading uh, some, like, philosophy book or some shit. <laughs> like, he was, like, he was reading the myth of Sisyphus, like, in the woods behind the, the summit. <laughs> so that's how I met John. Um, and John has a spreadsheet, which was the concept that got us here. Um, and really one of the greatest, truly, man, one of the greatest things on the internet, you know, the Cubs fan match guide is not what it used to be, you know? It's not. He does a great job. He uploads all the stuff, like, all the CMLL going in, separate files in the drive. Like, he's a great, God bless Cubs fan, weird guy, sat behind him at an AAW show, watched him tweet a bunch. He didn't say a word to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that's all right. You know, it takes all kinds, you know? Um, And what a resource. But he doesn't actually know shit when it comes to the the sick and dirty i mean he does you know i'm I, i'm gonna get past this <laughs> stop talking about him he's a normie he's a he's a he's a, a very dedicated and excellent uh at at doing what he does and but he doesn't know he doesn't have a spreadsheet full of the sick dirty shit the handhelds the the <laughs> cell phone matches um 
when I got yeah, into... I feel like a freak every once in a while. You know, I send a message like, hey, you know, this this the results you got for this show in front of, you know, 50 people. And, you know, with, with some 15-year-old kids you never heard of, uh, you got these results wrong. <laughs> yeah, you. I think you might have mistranslated this. Let me... Let, let, oh. <laughs> No, I could. You, do you uh, you have a relationship with the Cubs fan? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look, I I wouldn't half of what I find and stuff. You know, obviously, like you said, he's an amazing resource to the to the community. Uh, but no, I don't. I I've, I just send him messages and emails here and there. I don't. I don't know him too well. Sure, sure. Um, well, if you're lucky enough to go to a LaSalle show and he'll be, he'll be there yeah. for the Vikingo, I, Vikingo and Penta Dreamwave next month or whatever. I, I think I was at that LaSalle show that you were at too, that AEW. I, I imagine so. I think, I think yeah. it was before we were friends, but yeah. Yeah. Um, just before though, just, just right there before. Um, the, um, the spreadsheet, which I was going to, the episode of the, the, the title of the episode was just going to be John's spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're we're gonna do something more creative than that. But the um, the spreadsheet of matches is not just lucha handhelds. Obviously, your spreadsheet has had. I mean, what twenty twenty two? I think your one of your biggest matches of the year was Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Is that right? Oh, or yeah, 20, I mean, whatever year that was. Yeah, I love that match. That WrestleMania match. Yeah, no, I I, I keep track of every. So I started it. Um, like, because a couple of years ago, you know, you, you get these end of the year lists, uh, you know, now you got the Chris 100, but back, you know, the WK 100, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, I never really, I'd read these things, but I never really participated because um, I thought, oh, these guys watch way more wrestling than me. And I don't know enough. Blah, blah, blah. But then I kind of thought about it a little bit. I was like, no, these are all just idiots like I am. It's not, you know. <laughs> these yeah. people all have their, their corner and their, their niche that they are going to yeah. be leaning towards. Yeah. Yours so and yours happens to be a corner that less people are are looking at. Yeah, that's very true. The path uh, to yeah. the inner self is the realization that the inner self of everybody else is stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the myth of Sisyphus. Yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I started keeping because I felt you know you do these end of the year lists and you know you watch uh, you know CMLL matches and you think a guy like Hechicero, you know one of the best wrestlers on the planet. But so much of their career is, you know, just dicking around in undercard CMLL matches that, you know, no one's going to talk about, right? So that's why I started keeping a spreadsheet was I had this idea that I would be able to, like, pick out these guys that have good performances in matches that aren't maybe great. Uh, but then I realized that's too much work. So it, didn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. be- <laughs> so it just became the sickest shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is hard to make like a comment about every like 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 Ruhiro, you know this guy. Like he's really good, but it's hard to remember specific matches that he's really good in, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so that's the thing is it is it it came about and the your spreadsheet comes around like 2017, 2018 is when you started compiling these things, I think. Um in like the 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 post like the wrestling KO uh years that very small message board that i don't know if anybody remembers wko mike shouts out yeah shouts out. Uh, an early <laughs> character on the show actually that i think we referenced a lot um i don't know if that board's still around he probably is still on there oh yeah i saw his 2022 list uh not so long ago i remember he didn't have pentaviano on it and i thought well that was silly he must have missed it he must have just missed it yeah like there's no. 
so that's the place where i like learned to love the lucha brawl and you know things like that was wrestling ko um i you know on on pro wrestling only and death valley driver you like there's like rumor of a board that's even sicker and smaller you know (laughs) do you know what i mean like do you remember hearing about wrestling ko and it's like yeah phil posts there but there's also some people that like you've never heard of there's like some real deep weirdos like jet lags there but like there's some other weirdos who like don't go to pwo and they are even further off the fucking map than (laughs) (laughs) you're like the real crazy wrestling fans and i don't know where those people exist now i guess they're they're all on cage match they're all germans on cage match i assume um but yeah, so that was that led me to all of this stuff and these handhelds. That was the era of Black Terry Jr., which mm. of course he figured out that he could you know get paid for some of it, and I don't know how well that's done. Um, what's is Black Terry Jr. still filming matches? What's he doing? Uh, you see him uh, ringside sometimes on some of these videos, but um, the last time I got a list from him, it didn't have very recent stuff. He's doing photography, okay. but. He doesn't seem to be selling the matches of of more recent stuff. Hmm. I mean, I, unless or maybe he is doing camera work and they're putting it on you right know, the 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 groups that are on IWTV or whatever. Yeah, maybe he's working with Maslucha or something. Um, yeah, so that was the era of that, and then Maslucha and Hector Godfrey TV and these incredible channels. Fucking Hector Godfrey. Um, which that was yeah. that's I'm so glad we got the best version of that match that we're going to talk about. Um, this first one, um, well, I guess we'll say what the, what the, <laughs> the actual theme we ended up with was, um, beyond just matches from your spreadsheet and beyond just Lucha Brawls, we pinpointed one of our favorite buildings, um, which is Arena San Juan Pontifan, um, which is in the city of San Juan. Is it, <laughs> what's, what's the deal here? The, the district. It's, it's in, it's in Neza, which is, uh, Neza. uh, like part of Mexico City or a suburb. It's like in the western part of 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 the DF. Okay, and you so you went. We should talk. Well, I guess we should talk about this at the top. You did go uh, to Mexico, and you you went to Arena Mexico, and you went to Puebla, and you went to like a, a lucha festival thing, and yeah, saw in Masanobu Carisu wrestle there or something. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at in the uh, World Trade Center building in Mexico City. Yeah, yeah. The World Trade Center. Yeah. What year was that? Was it that was twenty eighteen? Twenty eighteen, uh um, you know, in September, uh well, whenever it was like over independent Mexican Independence Day. Sure. Weekend. Oh, so you were you at the anniversary show? Yeah. It was okay. it was uh Matt Taven uh versus <laughs> Rush. <laughs> you know what? A pretty good match. And Taven I I like yeah, I've... I like uh Volador and Madison Square Taven versus yeah. K- KV and Roosh. That's a that's yeah, a good match. Yeah, it's cool. It's so sick, man. That's such an exciting thing um, to go down there and, and see that. That's like oh, one of the dreams. Yeah, you know, Arena Mexico was fantastic. And all that, you know, it, I didn't make it out to um, many of these smaller arenas because there were so, there was several bigger shows that weekend. There was the, the the one you mentioned in the World Trade Center, which was a lot of old guys. Um, <laughs> but, like. Impact ran a show that weekend uh, that I went to that used a lot of AAA guys and a lot of these indie guys like Freelance and, and Dragon Bane and guys like that. Um, I went to Arena Lopez Mateos and saw a another show Another classic. There. Yeah. Yeah. Another great arena. But yeah, I didn't make it to Nalcopan or uh, 
San Juan Patina. But they say, I don't know, they say Nez is a real bad neighborhood. So I, <laughs> I mean, Googling it, it definitely doesn't look great. <laughs> uh, it, does, it does appear that this is the last Masanobu Kuriso match, and you saw it. Um, oh. Although, I don't know if he's 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 dead now, right? He's still alive. He's still alive, but he's probably not. I mean, if he hasn't wrestled in five years. Um, but the match was uh, Felino, uh, Shigeo Okamura, um, who still lives down there and probably set this whole thing up, and uh, Masanobu Kurisu, uh, legend of FMW. And uh, they, they wrestled Mono Negra, Sol- uh, Solar 1, or Solar, and uh, Viono 4. <laughs> Which and, 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 and that wasn't the oldest match on the show. <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> was uh, Car- was Cian Cars there uh, oh, in yeah, his uh, diaper ass? <laughs> yeah, the, the, that was the main event. Was like Dos Caras, Cian Caras, somebody versus Negro Casas, Atlantis. That's great, man. What a great, what a great experience. That's yeah. so Hell cool, yeah. man. Um, so that'll set the stage for your. Uh, so people know uh, John is uh, knows his shit and uh, and and is a real motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, and it has been influential uh, in this show, absolutely. Uh, and uh, yeah. You, well, you have, and also, I will say you have you have lovely kids, and you're okay. a, a great to to share an Airbnb with and to hang out with at a wrestling show. Yeah. And also, I I ate like too much too much edibles, and I and uh, <laughs> I was in your little Mini Cooper, um, yeah. and I was really freaking out because it was such a small car, <laughs> <laughs> and that was on the way to uh, the evening show for ICW. <laughs> yeah. Between shows, so that's the last thing I'll say. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's what I, you know, I keep this spreadsheet with all the links and stuff because there is so much wrestling out there now with, with all these people uploading stuff to YouTube, uh, with IWTV, you know, you, you've got access, we, you've got access to stuff from, we've got more and more stuff from like South America, the, the weird African stuff, uh, Southeast Asian stuff keeps popping up, you know, like that Vietnamese groups or whatever. So cool. And, and there's so, all this you know. good stuff out there and some of it's, I mean, if I, I don't know, WWE is not the only wrestling that people have to watch. Obviously, you know, I mean, you know, you guys obviously know, I don't think either of you watched. I mean, what was you probably watched less WWE this year than I have? Uh, I don't know if that's true. I've seen, I've seen a good bit. I have, yeah, I mean, I would say that I definitely have uh, seen less WWE than you, but I did watch, I did watch all of Backlash. Yeah, that's know? a good show. That's, that's in the good... running for show of the year. That's Backlash. a very good show. Yeah. And, uh, that's like the that's... one show I didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we should recognize Puerto Rico's estate. It keeps, we keep saying this. Either that or full independence. Whatever yeah. they yeah. want. Whatever they yeah, want, whatever man. they want, right. Um, so we're in San Juan Pantitlan in Neza, and you said, what, west of uh, west Mexico what? City. That might be east. It's east uh, or west, I can't remember. It is... Uh, it's on the east side, yes. Okay. <laughs> the east side. <laughs> Had to be one of them. I guess not. I guess it could have been the north of the south. Uh, um, but it is uh, a building where, uh, I mean, Mexa Wrestling is the name of the company that uh, three of these four matches are under the banner of. But they, um, there have been, what, Chalanga Mask doesn't run there. Who runs there? Chalanga Mask ran there yeah. in 2021. Uh, okay. Um, what was it? What was the name of the one? Like the King Wolf or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the Wolf King. That's who, who seems to be running there now. It's, it doesn't have quite the same like level of names. I love the yes. idea that there is a, just a – the, these people were like, what's the name of our promotion? It's the Wolf King. <laughs> and this is like – like English is their second language, right? 
it's great. Um, so these matches, um, they, they I all share Lucha. That was the other group that would run there, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. this building, it's, it's one of those buildings that's taller than it is wide, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, it's built straight up. Um, it's got two levels of balconies. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, the Coliseo, um, is that right? The Coliseo is the one that's built sort of up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's, it's really neat. Um, I don't know what the application for this kind of building would be, except for we don't have a lot of space, so we're going to build it tall instead of wide because there's... Yeah, people live like, everywhere. Um, I this imagine feel, this building feels like a natural sports venue. Like it, it it's hard to picture the, like so, this being too useful for anything other than like boxing and wrestling. They could do like Olympic ping pong, you know. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking sick. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's a good size thing for yeah, yeah, um, yeah, t- I tennis, def- I guess. I would... I would so watch table tennis at the goddamn. <laughs> People are throwing beers on the fucking. <laughs> somebody like hit somebody with the crate. Um, yeah, no, at the Olympic level, you know, they do blade during <laughs> the ping pong. <laughs> um, all right. No, no Vince TV bands there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God. Yeah. The uh, the Alonzos they can't stop us from doing. <laughs> um, is that right? Is the, did I get the joke right? Yeah. They're the ones yeah. who don't let him bleed. Paco, okay. Paco Alonso and whoever, yeah. Yeah. Sofia um, Alonso. Uh, yeah. I think uh, she got ousted. I have no idea. Like the, the, yeah, uh, you always the, hear little bits of those politics that are happening with CMLLs. CMLL and AAA uh, both have – I have no fucking clue at any time. And it's like, let it be said, we have no fucking clue about WWE. We I mean, don't. that's true. We don't really know that much about AEW. I mean, we Tony Khan is running – most of the and does right? yeah does a ton of stuff and probably should hire other people to do it yeah and it's like we assume that like don Callis and jericho and yeah you can guess people. who the influential his, names are but at, at this point with wwe and the and the the buyout the tko who yeah. knows like what how many people every decision has to go through anymore you know so it's or how many or how often like it's just triple h or something or just just yeah. show on just talking dogging and wesley I like the kid. <laughs> you know yeah he does like wesley <laughs> <laughs> oh i think wesley was at those aw sh- wesley is um des xavier yeah des xavier yeah, he's yeah. one of the rascals yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, you've probably seen him yeah live, live like five ten times yeah yeah <laughs> um all right, we're gonna get into these. Uh, we've got we've got four matches, and uh, they represent a pretty wide swath of uh, Mexico City indie guys. Uh, this first one is the cleanest of them all. Um, this is a three way tag match. Um, it is from Mexa Wrestling, March twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. My twenty sixth birthday. Oh, nice! Right, fucking old. Right, jeez. Oh, fucking old. <laughs> Shouts out Dory. I'm gonna shout him out later when we get to that the match with the four Dory Funks in it, <laughs> um, or the two Dory Funks rather. Um, this is Eterno and Ricky Marvin versus Bailey All and Impulso versus two thirds of the Indie Strongables. In, in yes, versus Astrolux and Freelance. Um, indie Indie Strongtibles. <laughs> indie Strongtibles. Is that right? Yeah, you know. Because you said it a lot, like, less stupid. (laughs) Indestructibles. 
Yeah. Because they're indie guys and they're strong, but they're indestru- indestructible. And, but they're also indestructible. Yeah. I mean, it always made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The building, it's the balconies. It's the concrete stairs. It's tall as hell. Um, a lot of the times in San Juan Pachislan, which this is I, – I took the scenic route, but this is, in essence, the San Juan Pachislan episode. That is the one key theme here is all these matches took place in this building, uh, similar to how we did an episode on the uh, – Coliseo Colacalco. Mm. Yes. Um, and eventually we'll probably do a, a De Huesadero episode or whatever and could do plenty of such I'm episodes. I'm sure there's a good uh, amount, like what we could do for an Arena Lopez Mateos or something like yeah. that. We'll get a. Uh, who the hell knows? The Shin Kiba First Ring episode everybody's been wait, waiting for since the yeah. since Nutsville Xmas. People have been waiting for that one. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, gotta retweet Nutsville Xmas. Remind me to do that. Or you could do I that. I will. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So it's we start with a pair of Asai moonsaults, and I, I get into the thing where I'm already unclear on who's who, um, which is a thing that happens with uh, handheld, no commentary, <laughs> lucha libre, pretty often for me. But I've, I, I, I I fell into it pretty quick. Um, this is shot from the lower balcony. A lot of the time, it will be like a one camera shot from one of the balconies, um, and it's all, always very watchable. There's not a bad seat in the house. Um, Unless you're like the guy who gets somebody Death Valley drivered onto him, like that's a, that's probably <laughs> yeah. not where I would sit. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't happen in this one, I don't think. Um, I think it's it's uh, Ricky Marvin and Freelance, I believe, do the initial Asai Moonsaults, right? Um, but it might have been was definitely uh, Freelance. I think it was Ricky Marvin. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's they start with lots of attempted roll ups. Uh, this is uploaded to a channel that is called. Torta Super Astro E Sin Afloyar video blog. So we, so you have to presume that it is. Uh, I don't know what Afloyar affi- is. I don't know what that is either. But I have to presume that this is uh, affiliated with, with, in some way, with with the Torta uh, shop. Su- Super Astro's <laughs> famous sandwich shop where they have where they make the gigantic sandwiches for people, which is. <laughs> Which I love. That's one of the most Philly things of all time to me. That it's just like you just go there and you get a giant sandwich, and it's like this. It's like seventeen pounds of sandwich. <laughs> I never get the torta. I've 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 had one maybe ever. I I always get I, tacos over a torta or I a burrito. Like a, I like a good torta. I like a good torta. They're one of the. I, I wouldn't say they're an acquired taste. They're just like. You just don't think about them, especially if you're an American. Yeah, right. John, you've probably got a, a spot that you get a torta from there that I, you like. I only need, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, God. See, this was the other thing. This is this yeah. is the one downside to hanging out with John is it's hard to eat with him. But that's okay. I mean, God bless you. But, you know, <laughs> it is uh, it was a it was a thing. I'm I'm remembering now. Yeah, Sig- no, I, remembering I, significantly. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking all over looking. For we were looking like... for a place like within walking distance. I was like, well, there's there's tons of places. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But they're like, no, unless you want like five pounds of of beef, we got nothing <laughs> for you, man. <laughs> okay. Well, the to- that's the tortoise conversation over with, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Impulso uh, is uh, in yellow, right? Yeah. Impulso is yellow. Billy All is yellow with the mask. Um. Astrolux, the very tiny Astrolux, is uh, also uh, he's Drago Kid now. He is Drago Kid. Yes. Um, I saw him twice at Expo Lucha last year in a bagel Philly. or something. He was eating. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up. He was by himself in what I I, rem- I recall it as a tracksuit, but I could be wrong. 
Uh, wearing hey, his Drago Kid mask, looking so, so tiny, eating a chicken Caesar salad <laughs> in the concession area at the 2300 Arena. And nobody talked to him. And I should have said something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I fucking know that dude. It's fucking Astrolux. Drago Did- Kid. And I just, I just didn't want to bother him while he was eating a Caesar, chicken Caesar salad, though, man. Where did he get the... Now, do they have good food at the 2300? Uh, they just got like hot dogs and shit. You I wouldn't have got never... a chicken Caesar salad there. They definitely have salads. They do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So how short is he? Oh, he has got to be five one at most. Okay. Yeah. He's very he's skinny tiny. here too. He's got, and I mean, he's got that. And he, the Drago Kid mask looked massive. Hey, that's a him. bulky looked... costume. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could... Drago, big Drago, who is not a big man, but is like not a mini either no. that mask always looked big on him yeah this motherfucker this is like half his body mask. <laughs> oh, um, but, yeah, but he's he stole the he stole the show that weekend i think he was really really good and i was expecting him to be good and he delivered uh, him and he and damis really worked well together um i think he was probably the breakout star of the weekend aside from maybe uh the now canceled asf Oh yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy had a yeah, that guy had a real clean front handspring. If you know what I'm talking about, um, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, the you uh, remember him? You remember him? He but he got canceled. Antonio before. San Francisco or something. Antonio yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Uh, he was like grooming a 13 year old or some bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, it was a nasty one. Yeah, he's a, he got really mega canceled. Yeah, um, like he was. He yeah. He, he might have gone to jail. <laughs> He might be in fucking jail. He wrestled yeah. like four times that weekend. He was all over the sh- shit. And, uh, but I, but I, I thought Astrolux made him like look like a fucking cheap suit. I thought Astrolux <laughs> yeah. was the best guy there. I mean, uh, ASF uh, the, got the canceled enough that he's not in Mexican Indies anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Oh, he's that canceled. <laughs> well, God, well, he's yeah, even hang out with Travis Banks. A, uh, he was a Laredo guy, so like I, I don't know how much he worked, but he could have still worked the like the border. It's yeah. not that. I mean, shit. What, yeah. I don't know what other skills you have, man. Yeah, but the prison in those states is, like, way worse than, you know, so maybe <laughs> yeah. he's really having a hard time. Um, shouts out ASF. Not so much, actually. <laughs> um, so we get... Uh, all right, so the the tiny Astrolux gets destroyed with, like, a couple of just meaningless drivers that Impulso does. <laughs> He's just hitting him with Hiromu's. Um, and then Ricky Marvin kills Impulso with the best DDT you've ever seen. And then Billy All comes in with this crazy flying body scissor and Marvin flies out of the ring and it's super fast. And then Freelance is in super fast and he's fucking 45 years old or something. He's been doing this tricky double springboard shit into a Rana. He's been doing this for like 20 years. Um, at least, right? Maybe even th- I think he started I, in the nineties. Yeah, I was gonna say twenty five thirty. I don't. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's um, Mexico. I'm gonna look him up. Mike Seeker uh, is a little older than him, but I remember them being uh, partnered up a lot. And yeah, Mike Segura was working Japan in the in the mid nineties. <laughs> right, right. That's so funny. Um, yeah, it looks like yeah, he's. Uh, mm, I don't know. I can't. I can <laughs> never find only this. In re- he's only like. 44 or something yeah he's like shockingly he just looks like his hairline is awful old it's just, yeah because they they all like none of them have health insurance and they all but they're all also 
tough Baldur fuckers. So yeah. it's like, who cares? He debuted in 01, and he, he okay. was born in okay. 80, so he, he's, he is uh, 43. Um, so he's only he's only 38 here, but he looks older. Um, but, I mean, that's not a knock against him, because it makes him look awesome when he does these, like, crazy-ass, you know, tricked-out, uh, you know, split-in-the-ropes, double springboards things. The shit that, like you know, is the new generation of high flying, the stuff that's been, been introduced in like the last 10 years where now, you know, we hit a point where we did everything you could possibly do with a springboard or a double jump or whatever. So they're like, well, what if we're like, what if we get really technical with it? And it's mm. like, you're going to one foot off of this one. You're going to do a half spin and it becomes like skate tricks almost, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, okay, that's tougher because he did it as a fakie and not you know like they're doing like fakie and nollie shit yeah i was gonna say it's hugely it's like it's you gotta learn the difference between a nollie and a nollie yeah yeah exactly um well said i think (laughs) (laughs) um so it's it's cool and he's he's older he's of an older generation and i think freelance doesn't get nearly the credit that he deserves for being one of the weirdest uh just inventive high flyers it's incredible I forget where he. I forget what he had a gimmick run as in AAA for a little while. He might have been Laredo Boy, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, yeah, something like that. I can't recall either. Yeah, because they I mean, Laredo Boy re- is de- yeah Laredo Boy is listed here for sure. Yeah, because they tried to reinvigorate the minis division. Kind of worked a lot of talent, but it just wasn't necessarily the gimmicks there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they could repackage people as like the littlest guys on the roster into like junior, junior and shit. But you know, it's all, it only does so much. Um, so they, uh, let's see, Eterno has the uh, the big. That Eterno is the one with the big uh, Liberty He's got spikes. The phenomenal mohawk. The mohawk, yeah, yeah that's so great. Um, I guess it's a mohawk. Um, they uh, he sends freelance over with a super high uh, back body drop um, crowd. Uh, has the the crowd? There's the big printed banner for Rokanol. I don't know what that is, but it's the main main sponsor for mul- multiple matches that we see here. <laughs> um, it's part of the best thing is about about Lucha is just the the big uh, awful uh, promotion for things. Yeah. It's everywhere. I'm going to say that Rokanol is um, it, it's like fucking icy hot. Yeah, Ben Gay. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking too. You know, I've been I've been using one of those. Salicyclate, sixteen percent active ingredient. There you Damn, go. Damn, that's probably some pretty stiff stuff. Yeah, you know, Biofreeze is what I was using on my back for a while there. Um, John, you ever I, use I've... you ever use Biofreeze on your? Yeah, you got uh, any back pain, John? I I, I do some rigor, rigorous stretching uh, every morning. <laughs> oh, like Ar Fox. <laughs> I got I got respect it as someone who was stupid enough to have lost her t- ten of uh fucking tiger bomb somewhere in my goddamn apartment <laughs> and I'm stiff as fuck all the time check the couch cushions <laughs> excuse me <coughs> oh god i gotta I check my it's sw- somewhere in the goddamn couch cushions probably yeah somebody excuse me sorry i have marijuana um rogaine all um freelance <laughs> uh flips and flops out of the next bag body drop attempt and then does this crazy like one and a half rotation spinning head scissor into arm drag and Mm -hmm. then he does this like uh he does a dive from the top to the floor into a rana yeah like eterno bases for it beautifully and safely and it's just incredible the amount of uh cooperation it takes to 
hit shit like that. But man, again, freelance looks old doing it. <laughs> it's just it adds to it quite a bit. Um, and then the NT in, the ND strong ND strong to blaze <laughs> ND ND strong to blaze are in the ring. Um, they do a double drop toe hold on Astrolux, and then they two sweet each other, <laughs> which is fucking 2018, you know. Um, and then they they do some of their maybe too intricate double team work. Some of it's kind of bad <laughs> on Astrolux. Uh, Astrolux doesn't like have any idea how to bump for some of these moves. It seems like so like they didn't, you know, they didn't go over it beforehand or whatever. Right. Um, but then they they the momentum shifts again, and uh, Astrolux ends up getting belly all in sort of a uh, a pendulum, and then Freelance double stomps the back of his fucking head into like a oh, super yeah. curb stomp, and it's yeah. insane. Um, a close up of that would have like maybe been scary, like graphic, because <laughs> it looked really bad <laughs> from the angle that we had. Um, it's just nonstop like momentum shifts. Um, anybody anybody stand out to anyone? It really was the freelance show. He was all over this match, uh, including like just kind of just laying around the ring towards the end and just kind of watching guys. But he was yeah. still just he was still in the ring at like every single moment until he was diving out of it. But then he would hurry up and get right back in. It seemed like yeah. I thought, I, Ricky, I thought Ricky Marvin also looked really great. This is a good a great show for the vets. Yeah, they're yeah. they're in. They have to be in position for everything. I feel like they're orchestrating everything here. Yeah, as yeah. Ricky and freelance. Um, yeah, I guess freelance doesn't figure directly into the finish, but he's right there at the end. And then yeah, he's just watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they both have to kick him in the face, and then yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, the the big satellite head scissor into the DDT from Astrolux, where he gets launched way up in the oh, air. Yeah. Like you could, I could do that with my son. You know, like you could. That's, that's like the easiest thing in the world to do. Like the, Astrolux weighs about as much as my son. My son is five. Um, but it's it's just such a good spot. If like you know you get like uh, Gringo Loco does that with any number. Have you seen uh, Gringo versus Commander from ROH from like a month and a half ago or something? It's like an awesome match, and it's yeah, just yeah. Gringo just do he just fucking makes the match. It's incredible. Yeah, he's just throwing the guy in the air, catching him, and fucking doing a doing a perfect DDT bump shit like that. Um, and there's a really good one of those here that I believe. Is from Astrolux onto 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 Ricky Marvin maybe I don't know <laughs> um, when there's this many guys I really my notes yeah. are only so good um, freelance uh, uh, super kicks Ricky Marvin and uh, Ricky Marvin uses the spirit of the arc everything he learned from Masawa to shrug it off and hits a big <laughs> spinning lariat that's an awesome spot um, and then. Astrolux hits this like absurd dive where he does this is another one of those up the game. You spring off the inside middle rope yeah, and clear the top. Out, yeah. Like what 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 is, what is that? When did who did that first? Like it, I mean Mascara Dorado, Grand Metal League, whatever. Right. You know, what's he going now? I, I think know. he's Grand Metal League again. Uh, okay. He, that's who I associate it with. Um, I guess I don't sense. know if he was the first doing it, but he did that for years, you know. But obviously, he had the you know, he was in CMLL, had the biggest spotlight and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. You wonder if like maybe they're like a freelancer, another guy in a place like IWRG was doing that maybe first. Yeah. I, it's just one of those things that, um, it it changed, you know, it that was a new wrinkle 
Yeah. This is a new thing you can do in a dive. And then it became like, um, what I forget who does I, so many of these dives now, and there's, they're all on fucking AEW doing them yeah. twice a week. So it's kind yeah, of Vikingo does it a lot. Yeah. Vikingo, I think Vikingo does the one where he runs, uh, jumps up 180 back facing outside of the ring, and he's two feet on the middle rope, and he backflips over the top from the inside middle. Yeah. Into a moonsault, which is another. It's like this. This is like this. Is what I'm talking about. This is like the Nolly shit. You know, like yeah, yeah. We've just like we got to the point where that we reached the limits. You can't do a triple front flip. It's not going to work. Yeah, nobody can do that. So we got to figure <laughs> out what is the application from which we reach the double front flip. Like, you know, Vikingo also does like a fucking he he. So he does a Phoenix splash like that, where it's from mm. outside in, standing on the middle, and like it's just absurd. <laughs> <laughs> like I like it. I I think Vikingo is cool. Um, that match where he gets busted open in May. That match is pretty good. I like oh, that. Yeah, match. yeah, it's cool. I, I I I it's not like a great. It's not a great match, but it's a great promise of what he is capable of. Um, so hopefully we'll see something like that. Um, so hey, yeah, like guys. Like I mean, I have my I have my faults with like fucking Pac, but he can. I mean, he's been doing crazy <laughs> shit like this for forever. Like yeah, and that's, that's where you get to guy. the Osprey world, but I I think that's a guy who like deserves his credit for being able to do shit that like nobody else could do, and pull it off. I don't think about him often. I always kind of I mean he he comes and goes. I guess is the thing. It's part of it. He's just and he's, he's so a, skippable when he is there. <laughs> yeah, he's such a weird, on, like he just he's a guy who's never pro- promised on his potential because he just doesn't want to like live in the the U.S. Uh, fine, man. That's fine. But he is working in a United States-based company. He's working in a company where the offices are based out of Jacksonville, fucking Florida, yeah. like, uh, or you know, or like Kissimmee, uh, like part. Is it Kissimmee? <laughs> yeah, that that like WWE or whatever. Like, it's like I I don't know, man. Unless uh, unless World of Sport uh, comes back again. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean that ship has sailed. I mean, if any just, any chance of a UK scene being a place where he could you know make a home. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny to think yeah. about. Um, he would. You know, so, go ahead. He and Jimmy Havoc can't rebuild the, the UK Indies. Robbo was cleared of the charges. <laughs> yeah, you keep telling us this. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah. I don't know what these charges are. <laughs> no, they were. Probably bad. <laughs> probably bad. Probably better that we don't know anything about it. Um, yeah. What, what, all right, there is one more big thing here. Is this uh, freelance gets back body dropped over the top into a flipping dive, and it's just a ridiculous arch. It's like, it's like one of the highest flipping like dives I've ever seen. He he gets up so fucking high. Yeah, um, he seems to be like twice. I think it was Eternal that that dumped him outside, and yeah. like he's like double his height. Tallest the guy in the somehow. match. Yeah, tallest guy in the match too. So. Yeah, uh, it's fucking awesome. Um, and then they, the Impulso, Freelance, and Ricky all try to roll each other up, but no one can close the deal. And then they both kick Freelance in the face, and he lays there and watches the finish. Um, R- Ricky hits a really good super kick on Impulso and hits him with a, I don't know, fucking Hiromu move. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck these moves are, where it's like it's a pump handle into a driver thing. Yeah, what is? I was- could, Pentagon was doing that. It was like his. It's, it's a Pentagon one. driver. It's they call it made thing. in Japan when he does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the same wrist clutch or whatever, <laughs> and I don't. 
I don't care to find out. <laughs> yeah, like, it's one of those things where the like the Olympic roll, like the rolling Olympic hell or whatever, you know. And I mean, at least Taman uh-huh. Honda was cool, but like I, I don't care that much about Shingo to like to figure out which is the one where it's just <laughs> the top the wrist dro- is here and you grab it with the left hand and that's what makes and the difference. And the one where it go he goes over his head to drop them and that's the super one or the regular one or then then there's the avalanche variation yeah i mean chris charlton could let us know though i'm sure you know you know what you know say what you will about the uh samoan driver being overused because it is it's pretty straight fucking forward the samoan well now you say that is that the hiromu where you uh just do the death valley it's just all right fireman into it okay yeah all right. Oh, like it's swing, I, I, boom. Okay. I believe that might be called Michinoku Driver One. Honestly, <laughs> I forget. What, forget too. Like it doesn't some matter. Weird double underhook, John. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. So that's uh. So that's the match that we chose, so that wouldn't all just be fat guys bleeding on each other. Uh, fat, well, fat, well, and old guys. This match, I think. Um. Yeah, I mean, you can like with AEW now, especially, or you know, with WWE, with you know, they see brought in 205 live stuff or whatever so i mean you get these spottier stuff on american tv now they've got but they so just, many luchadors on the uh, on uh, wwe too That's yeah it's crazy but they just don't i mean this match really has the the the, the transitions the sort of it's just this seamless flow between guys doing these spots no one's looking around confused you know nobody's like sort of stumbling through something or waiting for someone to get back in the ring or whatever nobody's you trying know, to get in place for the fucking camera yeah, exactly. It's just really, really, really smooth from spot to spot, and that's what really pulls it together, um, you know, and sort of differentiates it between some of the sloppier stuff you see on in in, in the U.S. That's the, sort of the same style. They just don't have the same. They just don't have the the technique down. Yeah, well, I mean, and even the guys that are, you know, like, um, the guys that can really fucking nail it, you know, like if you get like six really good loot stores in there and they're working fucking what. Uh, indianapolis or they're in erie pennsylvania or whatever like that crowd doesn't know the rhythms of lucha so either either they're not going to respond like they should or the lucha the the wrestlers themselves are going to try to tune their style to be a little more american and that's going to dilute them too so yeah yeah there's no way a match like this works without it being here without people throwing fucking beers and tooting fucking air horns and chanting uh estes puto at one of the guys at all times you know yeah. like plus for as much as uh wrestling promotions like winking at lucha and being like yeah let's have a couple of guys none of them want to commit that hard no there's always a quota for well, that's why that fucking uh mystico versus rocky romero match felt so cool that felt like a fucking cmll match i don't know if either you watched that match but that felt like a proper cmll match um, it wasn't great. It felt like it, like fourth on a on a card of six on a on a Friday. Sure. But like you know, it was like this isn't like a blow off match. Isn't like, but it was a three falls like real fucking lucha title style match, and it was cool. It was nice. It felt very different from your you know uh, lucha bros versus who you know yeah. like it just did. Um, yeah, it was nice. TJP versus versus lucha bros or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'm I'm look. Dante Martin and uh, whatever yeah. <laughs> like those action Andretti yeah like that's a cool match I'll watch that I have I haven't yet but I will I'll get around to it maybe um when is the when yeah. is the is ROH tonight yes 
Okay. Yeah, it's tonight. They're saying Billy Starks and uh, I keep forgetting her name, Athena, um, are going to go an hour. That's, that's that's what that's what Rovert keeps saying. He says they've hinted that they're going to go an hour, and everybody's like, "I don't think so." And Rovert's like, "No, I'm reading between the lines." <laughs> but I guess they are going to be the main event. The wheels are revving. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Peter's Putin. I know what's happening. Yeah, he's. <laughs> oh, God bless him. Um, all right. Uh, next next up we have. Uh, <laughs> from September 14th, 2019. This is the order we're going to do this in? Is that right, Siobhan? Yeah. Okay, okay. I think this is a good, and then we'll do the break in the middle. From September 14th, 2019, Mexa Wrestling, it is the team of Flystar, Toxin, or Toxin Boy, and Wotan versus El Hijo del Fishman, Romano Garcia, a.k.a. Mr. Condor, and Rocky Santana. Um, now, <laughs> all right, so some of these guys are like pseudo-legends of the show at this point, I guess. Um, yeah. Wotan is the man, obviously, and uh, will feature heavily in this year's uh, year-end show, uh, I'm assuming. Uh, he's doing pretty fucking well for me, at least on yeah. one match. Yeah, at so least on far. one match, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, so I, uh, Romano Garcia is, uh, of course, Mr. Condor, who had the crazy ass match with Black Terry in 2021? Um, and the rest of these guys are all bad motherfuckers. Uh, Toxin and Flystar, we're going to talk about their match and their feud uh, at the end of the episode. But here they are teaming together um, with Wotan. They and... were Los Criminal Boys, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Los Criminal Boys? <laughs> yeah. There's some great names. There was uh, Kamikaze and Scalibur as Los 420 Brothers. That was probably the best one. That was the most that felt like a Flint, uh, Michigan rap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not finding, I mean, uh, my results when I looked up Criminal Boys, Lucha Libre, Los Criminal Boys, <laughs> I mean, it, was diff- it didn't bring up exactly what you'd want, I guess. No, um, it's a little bit different. <laughs> um, let's see here. No, no, we'll just have to leave that. Somebody can confirm it for us some other time. Um, this is the so this is the Ehuda Fishman, uh, who is is that the son of Fishman? Is that uh, presumably? Is that as far as I know, that is legit. That's yeah. legit. It's, okay, um, I don't really know anything about Fishman. Though. What's what's the big Fishman match that I would know? Fish Fishman was big in uh, UWA in the eighties. Um, he had a run in the early AAA back in like so like ninety three ninety four AAA. Okay. Um, he, I could have seen him against Jake the Snake Roberts then, perhaps. Uh, in the eighties, it's like him versus like Kanak, uh, you know. That and that's uh, UWA. That's that's the stuff we don't have any of that on. Or do we have? We, we, very, we have little. We're very little. Yeah, very little. It's the EMLL yeah. that we have a bunch of. Um, so and a bunch of is still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but at least at least we some, have. We've got some big important matches. Not, at least, yeah, like at least. Like like UWA were missing Los Vianos versus Los Brazos and shit like that. Mm, yeah, it's like the biggest that. matches of all time. Literally, some, yeah, some of the shit <laughs> yeah. where you're just like, how did how nobody God's film this? Do we not fucking <laughs> like, did this not get preserved? Did and nobody think this was going to be important? You sold twenty five thousand tickets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, it's just they were. You know, I mean, it might as well have been. You know, the tape of like. Like this, like 
the second biggest wedding in the history of soap operas or something. <laughs> Whatever Luke and Laura is. Yeah, Luke After and that, Laura's like, yeah, second wedding. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's what it would have been. It would have been the time they got remarried. That one's pretty good. It gets, but it gets taped over, you know? It was, uh, gotta, gotta save some space. It was, it was, uh, it was, uh, God, I, I used to, what's his name? God, Sonny I don't. Sonny Corinthos? Sonny Corinthos and was Brenda? Is that his wife? Brenda, yeah. <laughs> Oh, how can I think of Brenda but not Sonny Corinthos? Oh, uh, I'm never not thinking of Sonny Corinthos. He's the he's the greatest uh, representation of uh, bipolar disorder ever in American television. Um, we all know that though. Yeah. Um, this is the uh, so this is from the Fishman Wotan feud, um, which was the hottest fucking thing in 2019. Honestly. This was on my, uh, we talked about this match on the grossies. I don't think I had a lot to say because I hadn't seen it. I hadn't rewatched it, but it, it still stuck with me. Um, and it's just an incredible fucking match. I think this, I think obviously the, this is not the showcase match that we're necessarily, uh, that we have here. But I think this match might be my favorite of any of these and my favorite match that's I, ever happened in this building. I, I would agree that it's my, I think it's the, um, uh, best of the four but it's less of a pure showcase so main event time felt like main event time oh for sure but yeah like uh wotan has done a lot of good stuff in this building he had uh he's had the defunto feud some of the defunto feud Mm. in chalanga mask here which i think is as good as the fishman stuff yeah that's Uh, 2021 right yeah, 2021, yeah. 2019. That's where they're breaking the wine bottles over each other's heads, right? Isn't that yeah. the one? That's so good. Yeah, and the, and the, and the match that got Chalonga Mask kicked out of Osleo Carl Cowboy. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, like, yeah, that's as, like, that is as about as hot as Fishman uh, versus uh, Wotan, but Defunto has never been arrested in the middle of a match, so you've got to give the edge <laughs> well, that, ma- that match. Ma- that mask match would have to take priority, unfortunately. I like Defunto. That's fine. I think Defunto's I think cool. That, yeah, but he's, I like all, all three of these guys are fantastic. He's not built like Fishman. Fishman is like Ihe to Fishman yeah, is built like a fucking brick shit house. Like he's a yeah, this, oh no, Fishman's a big dude. I I saw him at that um that lucha convention thing that I talked about earlier that when I was down there, and he's a big 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 dude. Like you know, six feet tall, like probably you know, two hundred thirty, forty, fifty pounds. I don't yeah. know. Big, yeah, he's like yeah. Diamante Azul. He's got that fucking Yeah. He's like a he, he th- throws a fucking chair like a big guy too. Yeah, uh, yeah like Defunto has the Viano build because he is half brother of the Vianos. Right. Like, he looks exactly yeah. like he lo- he and Toxin he's adorable. Look a lot of like Yeah, Toxin's a little pudgy. Um, he's, he, Toxin would be a great Viano Negra or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, him I mean uh, he might be. We don't we don't even know. Um I, we might know by now. I don't know. Does but, Toxin yeah, still have his mask? Yeah. Yeah. He does? Still. Okay. Okay. Fishman is, like, uh, Heal the Fishman is just, like, no, he is built like like a brawny motherfucker. He's got a lumberjack. He's like a wrestler from the lumberjack. 80s. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. cool. He's, he's fucking like, awesome. They don't make wrestlers like that anymore, you know? And yeah. he's also, like, a real, I think he's a real fucking tornado in this match, despite being, like, one of the bigger guys. He's constantly he's a, starting Constant shit. movement, oh, yeah. yeah. He, the, I mean, this, we start immediately, uh, I think, what, five seconds into the clip, Fishman smashes a part of a door over Votan's head, <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's like a, 
it's like a maybe not a door maybe it's a big piece of sheetrock because it's like There's a bunch of because it just shatters it's yeah. so crazy it looks like the fucking cat's been scratched on it for a week and a half um it's like crazy in there um and that's how we start he immediately starts tearing he i think he just rips immediately and bites the head rips the mask bites the head of wotan um and we're like 10 seconds into the clip um i was it takes me a second to remember which one is Romano and which one's Rocky Santana. Um, every time I see the two of them wrestle, cause they wear the same clothes basically. Right. Um, do they yeah. have a team name? Yeah. The Diabolicos. That's the Diabolicos. They were, they were a triple a Rudo, uh, team in the nineties, a sort of undercard. Wh- who was, who, what did they have a third? Uh, Gallego. yeah. El Gallego. Gallego. Yeah. Cool. Gallego, uh, I saw Gallego in a match this year where he bled a shitload in uh, yeah, Nakapon. Gallego pop up. We see the three of them pop up as a trio every so often, but this is just like uh, you have to presume that this was like a combination of Los Criminal Boys versus Los Diabolicos and Wotan Fishman, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, or something. Um, yeah. It, it is so. Rocky Santana it was I associate him a lot with AULL, which is the like house promotion in. Arena Lopez Mateos. I think he runs the school or something, maybe. But he was like, there's, I mean, he's older, but he was the sort of like super baby face guy of that group. But then every once in a while, his old friends call him and he, you know, puts the old gear on and is just a nasty old guy again. I would never guess this guy had like a career as like a Technico. He's so nasty. But yeah. he does, he is over like a motherfucker. He does get chance. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're so the crowd is so incredible in this match. Um, this is the full on, just you know, everybody's at any second you can look to the edge of the frame and a fan is handing one of the wrestlers a beer to throw at another wrestler. <laughs> it's just constant. Um, and the air horns, there's just fucking it's awesome. Um, they uh, I, all right, so Romano, Romano Garcia, Mr. Mr. Condor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is he who's the oldest guy in this match? <laughs> I guess is what I want to know. Um, I'm gonna try to figure it out uh, because they both look so old. It's like the oh, yeah. It's the it's the classic like uh, just wrinkly face, bloody you know, uh, scratched up forehead, a billion tattoos, ill-fitting gear that like <laughs> you they've probably had since 2005 or whatever. Yeah. Um, it looks it's so hard to find on the Lucha Wiki. It's hard to find uh, birth dates. Um, I find this very difficult. This is a this is a bummer. But okay, he was born in '58, so he's 60 years old in this match. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Condor is, uh, which is awesome. Which is uh, you know tracks. I mean, if you look at him, that's how old he looks. I th- I think yeah. not to be rude. Uh, I don't think I've been rude so far. <laughs> I think that's how old he looks. Um, Rocky Santana, I'm going to have his age here in just a second. But they... Um... Rocky would have been 63. Nice. Oh wow. That's ridiculous. That's the same age as my parents. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest thing to think about? Like, <laughs> Gallego is the youngest one who I, I think he is... Uh... Uh, Rocky Santana's like brother-in-law. And he's like the, at, at only fifty-five. Like, come <laughs> nice, on, nice. he's got he's got a full like prime left to yeah. do some <laughs> shady bullshit. <laughs> so they we all right. So we see um, all right. So this is one this is one camera. Also, I want to say this is this is similar to the last match. The last match was one camera, probably somebody's cell phone. 
Um, and it was shot from a balcony, right? One of the balconies. And the, the mm-hmm. they're kind of just like, they're, they're following the action by, you know, turning their body side to side. But presumably <laughs> they're a fan in a seat. Um, whereas this is shot also with one camera, but by a maniac who is standing right there in the middle of it. <laughs> this is like the classic thing. I, I love to think about this. We talked about this a lot in uh, the what the the Southern Tag episode, Sean, where we, yeah. it's just like, okay, we got one guy's cameraman, and he's going to stand there and try not to get knocked <laughs> over or fucking, you know, a Death Valley driver done into him. Um, <laughs> God bless him. Um we're going to give him like a five inch radius to not die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but we're going to, you know, he's a, he is a participant. He's, he's here to, he's here to throw down himself. Yeah. Well, it's great. Cause also when they're in the ring, it's, you know, they're pointing up in the ring, but when they're brawling around him, he, he pans over and it's certain, like suddenly the perspective has changed. Cause yeah. it's, you know, the, the, the angle, um, you know, the horizon, you know, like from the fable men's, um, <laughs> Uh, so it's it's cool. It's a cool, it's a, just a great aesthetic. Uh, it's a wonderful way to watch a, a match of this style. This match would not be as good if it was four cameras with commentary and replays. It simply would not be as good. Um, so the camera uh, sort of pans over from Fishman beating the shit out of Wotan. We're still only thirty seconds in this match. Um, pans over and finds Rocky Santana ripping at Flystar's hair, biting his already bloody head. Um, <laughs> Wotan comes over to even the odds, uh, but Fishman throws a bucket at his head, and then I think he picked the bucket up and threw it at him again. And then Fishman has these excellent heavy punches, and then these like great headbutts that could be worked but might not be. It's impossible to <laughs> yeah. say. Um, hurls a full beer at Wotan's head. Wotan pulls his straps down, and they chop each other on the floor. And it's these these straight palm strikes to the chest. Yeah, yeah. They're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's not. There's no follow through. It's a. It's like a. It's a hard, straight palm shove punch to the chest, um, and they're not. They're going so fast that they're not stop. They're not stopping to make a face after each one. They're not stopping so that they can like play to anyone. They are speeding through the stiffest fucking chop exchange you've ever seen before, and then they finish off with a few headbutts. Yeah. Um, and then Fishman just kind of tackles Wotan into the crowd, and the, and then the camera pans over. You know. Um, and it's just like Nashville, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just, yeah. Okay. Uh, camera loses the main feud and goes over to Rocky who reappears fighting with fly star and toxin. Uh, Fishman uh, fades in and out, grabs fly star, Rocky's shoot headbutting toxin repeatedly until he has to lay, t- like lay down in the crowd. And then we finally come around and we find Romano Garcia, who I don't think we've really seen much of. And he's just standing on the ground and he's being bathed in like a colorful strobe light and he's just mugging and the camera pans around him like a, like a, a character being introduced in a fucking smash bros or something. Um, it's the greatest, it's just the greatest like opening minute and a half. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Then the ring's covered in fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's what I love about it is it's, it's so organic feeling like, Guys just stumble around, you know, you get shoot headbutt by, you know, Fishman or whatever, and you stumble off and then bump into, you know, Five Star or whatever around the corner and start fighting with him, right? It's, it, it, it doesn't feel like planned little brawling spots. It's like just wander around and punch somebody if they're in front of you. It's the least choreography possible. 
Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, like it's it, it does feel like they don't. There's no plan. They went out there with yeah. no plan. Let's just go out there and fucking fight. All right, cool. Um, the uh, the drywall powder in the ring uh, does make it look so funny. Um, That's so nasty. Yeah. They're just bleeding and it's mixing all in. Um, let's see here. Rocky has uh, in the ring. Rocky gets an armbar and toxin. Um, they're lying in the trash. Um, and Rocky looks old. Uh, Romano. Um, comes in and he is comes in and starts grabbing uh toxin's mask and uh pulls it up into his mouth exposing his chin pulls the bottom uh, so the fabric is like tearing into the corners of toxin's mouth and he yanks back this is like vicious this is like just awful mean shit um that who would even think to do that like come on (laughs) um and Flystar has the white pants. Uh, he's lost his mask by this point. He lost his mask in, I think, November to Toxin. Yeah, um, he looks like a mini uh, Andrade. He's he does. He's got he's got the sort of looks. Uh, he's a yeah. little more tatted up. He looks a little he looks a little little dirtier. A little sleazier. Yeah. yeah. Um, as you'd want. As you'd want. He's working this building. Not yeah. Well, he's got, I noticed he's got more tattoos here significantly. His like sleeve is a lot more defined uh, compared to the match from 18 months earlier. Like he's he's slowly funding <laughs> his tattoos well, with these matches. Of, I can't imagine he got a ton of money for that mask, but he got something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's been slowly funding. Yeah. <laughs> the sleeve. Um, yeah. There was a one a promoter who uh, said that people. Uh, I, very quick digression. Some guy. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Prestige or some one of those other Northwest Indies who said, "People, you got to you got to register yourself as an LLC." So we're having LLC Twitter on wrestling oh, Twitter. So that's I remember the this. And it says tattoos. You can write those off, and it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> don't don't do that. <laughs> no. Oh man, there's so Just many try smart to call people it on hobby there. Income, okay. <laughs> See, you you would know a lot about this stuff. You you people should if you're an indie wrestler and you're looking to like figure out your taxes, um <laughs> we got a we got a person here. You can DM the fucking at touching blood and we'll, she'll hook you up. I mean, you have to pay her, but yeah. She knows her shit. Um so small small digression. <laughs> yeah, but just you know, I'm just thinking about that and it's like, man, I don't know how the Mexican income tax system works, but I hope he is not thinking that that is a direct that that he is going to be able to pay that investment off of, with uh, re- relief from uh, filing Schedule C. <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Siobhan. Um You're welcome. Just got to brush up. Um, so it, it is uh, almost time, I guess, for uh, Flystar comeback, but not quite. Uh, it's very funny these comeback attempts, uh, where it's like uh, the, the the heels are just standing tall. I say heels. The the old men and Fishman are standing tall, um, and like Wotan takes like a comical fucking chair throw to the head. Um, Toxin gets a chair shot from a really heavy looking chair, um, and then Condor accidentally wipes out Rocky. Um, Fly Star uh, goes in on Fishman. There's chair throws. Um, Wotan kills Rocky with a chair shot. Rocky immediately rolls under the ring to Blade. Um, yeah. It's, it's always <laughs> funny when they <laughs> do that. Um, and then Fly Star gets Fishman up on the top, facing the crowd so he can rip his mask and show his bloody face to the crowd, um, which is the best. You know, I always love that when they put him on the top 
and they're like they're facing outward and it's like not even like in the toxin fly star singles match they do the tree of woe right after it both times but it's just a great spot like put them up high so everybody could see their face and rip it up you know it's a Mm. specifically lucha thing that can only really work here um let's see here and then uh what Toxin grabs someone's whole backpack and throws it at Rocky yeah. Santana's head. Um, that's on one side of the arena, and then like they kind of pan over, and Wotan's like blasting Romano with a chair on the other side, and then Flystar is sort of wandering around chopping people, and it's just totally fucking chaos. It's so beautifully captured. Um, I, like you feel like you've missed nothing. You yeah. have. There's no way you've seen every bit of action. There are things happening beyond the margins of the frame. But that I am not seeing them feels almost like a deliberate choice. <laughs> like it's you know it's it, to amplify what actually is in the frame. It's it you see all what works. you see, yeah you see what you see and then you know not to do it's it's, it's not that it's like a Dutch masters painting. It's just kind of what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. But it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. They do. It's, they sure do. It, it's kaleidoscopic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, Fishman comes in hot, uh, finally, throws uh, some strikes, uh, him and Toxin back and forth, and uh, but he's cut off by a, a chair throw from someone. I think Flystar throws a chair, thro- a chair, throws a chair yeah. at him. There's a lot of just chairs being thrown, and that's sort of the, the ultimate cutoff. When you've planned nothing, okay, well, all right, you're going to, oh, you threw a chair at me. All right, you go on offense for a sec. All right. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Let's, <laughs> we're going to do that now. Um, you know, yeah, you saw Bua dude, and then it's, all right, move on. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, I'll be back in like two minutes. You guys do some stuff. Um, <laughs> it's wrestling. That's <laughs> how it works. Um, Rocky uh, tries to come in uh, against Toxin and Flystar and gets handled easily. Uh, Wotan, this is where Wotan starts doing his uh, extremely rude rear back and double overhand chop that he does, yeah. which oh, is yeah. like a Wahoo level rude strike to do to, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Hey, like, you know, listen, Wotan does hate Fishman more than I've ever hated anyone, but it's so mean. <laughs> it's so rude that he does it. He does it to uh, Mr. Condor, too, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Hurt, Condor comes in and lowers the straps like he's Lawler. He's going to chop it out with Wotan, but then Flystar and Toxin just kind of grab his arms, and Wotan gives him the double chop, and it's super rude. It sounds like a fucking car crash when he does it. Like, it sounds literally like two cars colliding is what it sounds like when he does the double <laughs> chop. Like the, and the crowd, like, the crowd reacts like their ears hurt. From like, It's that kind of groan. It's not an, oh, it's an, oh. <laughs> really, they, they don't like it. <laughs> they think it's rude. Um, but he's one tough fucking bastard, though. Um, Romano Garcia is Mr. Condor. He, like, gets right back up and stands up to Wotan, and then they fucking... Uh, they do this high-speed clothesline, corner-to-corner sequence. Which oh, yeah, it looks yeah. fantastic. Pretty late in the match, but they're like, yeah, they're doing a fucking... <laughs> you know, this is like Kenny Omega and Kanosuke <laughs> Takeshita would do some shit like this. They had this. one spot. <laughs> they didn't yeah, they did plan this. This is the one they've been doing on every match they've had for, you know... Oh, and then Rocky comes in and uh, starts doing those fucking palm strikes to the chest that he does. Uh, they're they're kind of different from the Fishman ones from earlier, but they're just they're mean. And then, it's like a sumo move. Yeah, it's yes, it's yeah. exactly a straight palm. Um, and then he does these two. He bounces off the ropes and does two running shoot headbutts, yeah. like <laughs> tope style, torpedo style, like arms at the sides. <laughs> um. A, Definitely just 
like there's no way to work that you know there's <laughs> i see the head hitting the head <laughs> there's no way to work that um just incredible what the fuck rocky um i don't know okay there's oh yeah so i i start i i lost where i was in the notes and there's a lot i've got a lot more notes here but they do they do spots too like they they there's a, a fish man um no, a fisherman suplex. Excuse me, not fishman. Fisherman. I got it mixed up. Funny how that would work. Uh, Toxin uh, gives uh, Rocky an arm drag and some other like lucha stuff and a super kick, right? And he's like doing, he's working, and then then he gives him like this variation fisherman suplex into the buckles, like yeah. a corner, like <laughs> dude. That dude's 60 years old. 63 or something. Like, don't be hitting, like, specialty suplexes into the buckle on a guy that old. <laughs> That's out of line. Like, who? he didn't call that spot. He doesn't know that people do that. It's like, oh, no, turn around. Suplex me into the middle of the ring, you idiot. What are we doing? Oh, how far we've come. It's another one of those things, though, right? With the, the deviations from the... You can't just suplex a motherfucker anymore. He has to be 60 and he has to do it into the corner. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I don't know. Flystar. So, <laughs> he gets up and trades some more chops with Flystar like a minute later. So I guess he was okay. Yeah, he walked it off. No, oh, yeah, but... Rub some dirt on it. There's plenty. Yeah, it's all around. In this match, like in, 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 in IWRG and in Arena and Al Capone, you know, there's... A, really standard type of match where guys start out brawling all over and then they get in the ring and have like a regular match after that. And this one, like they <laughs> sort of do that, but it's really seamless. They all sort of just wind up on the aprons with two guys in the ring, but then they just, I mean, it falls apart like again, a minute later they do, yeah. some, they do these one versus one segments in the ring, but then they all get sort of, I don't know, bored of it or something. Yeah. They're quick. <laughs> they're pretty short and inconsequential. Um, yeah, Fishman hits a belly to belly overhead into the corner, and like a, a Canadian destroyer on Flystar. Um, like they're doing some lucha stuff, and then there's this like really long. They do this, so they're setting up this Tower of Doom, which is ultimately very <laughs> pointless and not very exciting. Um, but they all kind of walk over and have a conversation for a yeah. second beforehand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like the um, Condor and Santana like came over and just started talking trash instead of. Setting up the Tower of Doom spot? Again, these guys are 60. They're like, you want to do what? <laughs> Just give them a superplex. I'm going to go over there. Why do I need to be here? What is going on? Like, what the fuck? You're going to... It's First of all, same bump either way. Like, I can see Romano's over there saying, no, if I powerbomb you, you're still taking this... It doesn't matter. And they're like, no, we just got to... We have to do it. It's like, why do we have to do it? And then they did it. That was what the conversation was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So a very pointless Tower of Doom spot. One of the worst. The worst spot is is the, <laughs> there's well, it, it's never good. Even it's never it's, good. It, it's all over. It, like in this time, and it, it, I think it's kind of died down a bit. But it was like every Mexican indie match had a Tower of Doom spot. Yeah. Triple A was a lot of it too. All the all the six man Triple A. Although you know. I don't know. There's variations of it. No, there aren't. No, there aren't. No, I can't think of one that I actually like. You know what I like? I like it when uh, when the guy's got somebody on his shoulders for like a you know a doomsday electric chair position, and he walks him over and he gives someone a superplex. See, yeah, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. That's fun. I like that. Uh, the chicken fight superplex. That's it. Um, 
All right, where the fuck was I? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the, all right, they pull it together. Uh, Flystar hits this uh, the slingshot senton like over the top to the floor. Um, the you know the lucha spot where a guy's laying, yeah, facing the ring, not you know, and waits for the guy to fucking give him a horrific senton. Uh, and they land parallel, right? Parallel. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's such a hard thing to explain. Virus does it, and it's a, an old lucha spot. Um, it's not, Santo yeah, does it's it. not the Pantera dive, but it is the Virus dive there's someone else i can think of who does it uh but yeah it's it's always gross it's just a sick bastard dive it's like a thing yeah. that you have to be you have to be epic to do that um it's great so he does that and uh then uh fishman uh and and wotan are fighting over there by them when that happens um and fishman gets wotan up in a uh, fireman's carry on the floor and he uh, spins him around like he's Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> and then he does a running, like almost flipping Death Valley driver, like Lobo CZW style, into the hardwood stadium seating of this arena, which is built well, I will say. Um, these seats are like the seats at Wrigley Field. They're like... Oh yeah, they're like bolted into the ground, and they go flying into the second row, snapping the back <laughs> off of one of these chairs, clean the hell off. And they obviously they eat total shit in the rest of the landing too. There's nothing but rigid, unmovable shit to hurt your body on <laughs> under there. It's one of the most absurd spots I've ever seen. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's uh, and, and it became like a fishman like signature spot. Like he just does this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very mean i don't know it's it's just uh it's one of those things that you can't really explain there's it's i i imagine when I, you know when i asked sergeant slaughter how did you take that corner bump safely and he was like oh i just kind of did it <laughs> he, like he literally he was yeah he didn't have an answer like, <laughs> fuck i don't know just kind of did it I'm just gonna keep doing it and hopefully it'll keep going well has so far um yeah, i mean i mentioned to you that fishman he's he's like hooked up with Santo now, and and that seems to be where, where, where most of what he works is those Santo shows. So um, untaped shows in like Colorado and yeah. and like <laughs> yeah. the Rio Grande Valley and shit. Yeah, oh. but that, is Santo taking that bump? There's no way. Oh no! Yeah, no way. Oh, so they're they're working with each other in like singles and or or, or in trios. Probably not singles, right? It's, Usually tag matches, I yeah, think. Yeah, so it's whoever the local guy like a, is. Yeah. That's You the have ASF guy. as the guy who takes that bump. <laughs> <laughs> you bring him in just for that. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, Romano and Toxine do a... Uh, uh, Toxine is with a, a Quebradora and a, another fancy backbreaker that I don't know the name of. Um, and then uh, Mr. Condor hits him in the balls behind the referee's back and scores the pin. You know, it was that simple all along. He just wasn't Nuts. done. They wasn't done fighting yet. They weren't done fighting yet. They could have stopped at any time. He could have done that at any time. And he was like, "Well, all right, I think I'm good now." <laughs> he took two backbreakers, and I'm like, "I think I'm good." <laughs> um, and then Rocky comes in all bloody, also, and his hair looking like fucking Daniel Stern in Home Alone too. And he does the funniest, like, celebratory arms up pose. He looks, he looks like he looks like so old that he can't raise his arms up quite. Like, he looks so frail here, and it's like, how did you just wrestle that match? Yeah. <laughs> you look like this now. Five minutes ago, I thought you were going to kill somebody. Like, uh, 
And then uh, we when the gas is in the tank, the gas is in the tank. Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that light might be on, but it's still running <laughs> until it's not. Then you have to pull over, and you know, the federales show up because you don't have a cell phone because it's 1992. Um, man, it's so easy now to just get help on the side of the road if you run out of gas. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> I think about it a lot, and that's why I push it. I'm currently on full empty. Um, Man, the Estrella Steel Ring logo comes in, and then we do get the full commercial for the Super Super Astro Tortoise Shop, uh, Plaza San Juan, uh, Numero Siete. So, yeah, you can if you eat that sandwich in uh in twenty minutes, it's free or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard. I think they might. Do they say that in the commercial, or is that from another? Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. Um, I've never I've never had a a, a competitive sandwich. Um, <laughs> Or whatever you would call it, um, but I'd be willing to try. Man versus food moment. Yeah, yeah. No, Joey's World Tour. <laughs> Joey. Yeah. With John fishing. With John fishing. all of those podcasts since i did it had tried to upload but had been rejected because i hadn't verified the account so now we are on youtube isn't that cool hell yeah i'm fucking with that obviously there's nine nine views on there somebody somebody listened to it on there and i didn't even know it i didn't even know it was on the motherfucker and then somebody's listened to it on there or maybe they at least clicked it which is nice (laughs) i'll take a click which makes me happy Mm -hmm. um you know what i don't like though click this podcast no thanks welcome back to resting is gross um have you listened to click this a little bit it's depressing oh is it kevin nash yeah his he it's not as good as you would think it would be i don't know exactly it's it's yeah Uh, you know this earlier this summer i was getting i was listening to a lot of shoot interviews and stuff and i listened to um, a Kevin Nash one, and, and it was really entertaining. The dude's pretty smart, and actually like seems to understand wrestling more than most Absolutely. guys that do it. I don't, maybe he wasn't taking head bumps or something a lot. Yeah, uh, he kept his but, health for sure. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I listened to an episode or two of his podcast, and yeah, I, I mean, get paid, I guess, but yeah, it's not for me. No, it's not not much. Um, yeah, he's a good shoot interview though, for sure. I was I listened I recently listened to uh John Moxley's audiobook that he read. I read yeah. I listened to it too, yeah. It's very nice. I, I highly recommend good. that. I I think I think it's I, really I, good. I think it's really good, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's very there's some really beautiful stuff in there. It really caught me off guard. The Danny Havoc stuff uh really got me. Yeah, yeah. there was so much I don't know. I was I was blown away. Um I was, I did not but, expect I I was I knew I'd like it, but I had no idea it was going to I was, it was going to make me feel how much it made me feel. So, He's the fucking, he's the ace. Yeah, he's great. John Moxley is the fucking man. We'll talk about him soon. Um, all right. Let's see here. Jumping right along. 
Now, uh, this one, uh, this next match, I, I did not paste as plain text in my document. So it's got uh, the two explosion uh, emojis. And <laughs> it's all like, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 24 point font instead of a 12. Um, bolded. This is, I don't have the date. Uh, it's February. Anyone? Oh, shit. That's all right. It's I February have... of 2020. Um, yeah, February 15th. February 15th. 2020 uh from the promotion lucha strong yeah it is cyclope <laughs> cyclope from from uh what is it from philly japan uh <laughs> is that right that's kasai but he might be doing it too it's no it's what it's uh nick gage says it in the fucking in that promo though oh yeah or yeah cyclope. <laughs> Mido Extremo. Yeah, Mido Extremo. Uh, we've got Akuma and Demus. Akuma and Demus were brothers. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, Akuma, I was able to point out because he had a baseball jersey on and it said Akuma on the back. So <laughs> yes. That was helpful for me. Very helpful. Where it's eight fat guys it, bleeding. It's yeah, very helpful for me. That's a good plan, yeah. Uh, versus uh, Contra, Corsario Negro Jr., Draco, Frisero, and Demonio Infernal. Is it Frisero Jr.? It is Frisero Jr. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Senior. Right. But yeah. Presumably yeah. he exists. Yeah. I, it's, I've never uh, seen Zack Sabre Senior, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was he was a, he was like a boilermaker. That's what you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you actually yeah, you have seen him, but you didn't know. So um you've seen him on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> riding around you wonder who's that guy that's sexy sex saber senior turns out um who knew um Frisero jr teamed with mr iguana is that correct yes and had yeah, some awesome matches time, yeah. yeah yeah okay that's where i know him he's the one in the green pants here he's correct green pants yeah yeah, yeah he's big like Frisero jr is a big dude yeah he, yeah he is the only the third fattest guy on his scene, but he's not a small man. <laughs> he looks like a football player. He looks like an American football player. Yeah. He's got the build. Yeah. Um, so uh, someone, I'm not sure who it was, but someone comes out with a neon jacket when the lights are out. They enter with a neon jacket, like uh, a la DJZ or Chris Jericho. <laughs> or DJZ, of course, one of the LWO now. I, I, re I recently found out after watching him wrestle at a house show, I found out that was DJZ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> had no idea um uh, the the so the draco frisero crew um i don't know you know i I, I couldn't tell any of these people really apart um but they're cool i would love to know uh who's who um, if i want to say in order of fatness you go corsario draco, that's how i was hoping you would do it frisero demonio okay demonio so, was not that demonio is just like a normal god he's a normal yes, guy okay he just wears a shirt because they're all wearing the same shirt yeah, the shirts are important. That was that was helpful for me to know who was who. I mean, I could I could point out. I mean, I could pick out Damus, but every now and then I'd see Damus and I'd be like, "Oh wait, that's Damus! <laughs> I forgot yeah. he was in this match." Like, not that he didn't do great. He's he's awesome in it. Um, but he's and also I would I want to say this is the one I watched late last night. I was very tired, um, <laughs> so this is one of those ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we start out, and uh, there's Damus, and he's slapping someone really hard. Who's the guy on the uh, on the on the Rudo team with the knee pads over his jean shorts? Is that? I believe that's uh, Demonio. That's Demonio. Okay. Is that the, wait, that's the skinnier guy? Hang on, I'm gonna figure it out. 
we're gonna we're gonna find out. I'm gonna put the match on. Let's put yeah. this on, and I'm gonna put on Mrs. Lamb Lively afterwards. <laughs> Draco uh, is the one with face paint. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. The fat one with face paint. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry, so Negro. it's Corsario Negro Jr. is the one with the the knee pads over his jeans. Then his jean okay, shorts. Then. Yeah. Um, which is what makes Hell him yeah. interesting. <laughs> Uh yeah, oh here's where I figured it out. Yeah, I, like, I, fig- I figured it out in the next paragraph of my notes. Yeah. These are like we got some Dwayne Sedero regulars. Uh I like Corsario Nick. He had an awesome hair versus hair uh feud with fucking uh Ultimo Guerrero of all people that okay. I thought was really great. Uh that was uh based around San Juan Pantatan. I think it was from Exa Wrestling. Like two thousand sixteen uh, or something? Two thousand eighteen. I feel yeah, like I it, saw. I didn't watch that match, but I probably should have. That's that Ult- Ultimo Guerrero, like the yes. the guy who yeah. wrestled Atlantis. <laughs> yes, that's all. Some of it, Ultimo's indie stuff. That's all super fun. Like him and him and the Kai. I kind of remember him huge. showing up sometimes in place. Yeah, I guess I kind of forgot that happened. But yeah, that's, I like. I'm a big fan of him. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm a. Fuck it, I'm a bit, I, I love Ultimo Guerrero. That match with Atlantis he's a, is really good. He's fucking great. That, he's just so also that, a doofus. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's pro wrestling, man. Yeah. Um, so, to- all right. I've never seen Tony Khan Blade, and he's a dumber guy. <laughs> We're going to get there. It's going to happen eventually. It's got to happen. It's got to do it. Um, I don't know. It's I don't know who his Austin is. is the problem. It can't be Punk, unfortunately. Um, it should have been though. Think of the money. God damn mm-hmm. it! Think of the money they could have made if he would have just gotten over it and had a fucking cage match with Phil Brooks. You big fucking idiot! <laughs> but this is what but happens now, when you've never get, you've never wanted least... for anything. You've never needed anything in your life, so you don't actually know what you know how how any of it works. So how would you know how to make money if you never actually had to make money? You know he was born of a paved paradise. Yes, yes, and he you know he doesn't he doesn't know how to. Take a fucking path less traveled. He's a, it's a sad, sad thing. Um, so this is a, a multi-camera, uh, thankfully, because it is truly just eight guys wandering in pairs, um, and they're all dressed alike, and they all brawl kind of the same. <laughs> so <laughs> luckily, the cameras are right in the action. And we, so this is the, the 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 thing I love about this one is we see parts of this building in this match. Like that you would never see of other venues. <laughs> like we are fully oh, yeah. wandering. You know, like they, sometimes we've seen all of Corkin because like DDT's done like things where they've deliberately shown every part of Corkin in a sixty-minute yeah, brawl. Yeah, or like uh, FMW matches where people get trapped in an elevator. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is like a thing. Yeah. So this is they, they do this like that. They do this is like a there's a, a level of comedy to it. Um, there's like a girl in a Gap hoodie working the concessions who gets scared to death by Draco and, uh, and oh and god, Dennis. it's like you. I worked so hard to make that guacamole. You better not fuck up my guacamole. Yeah, yeah. Cyclope comes over and he's got skewers sticking out of his head, and she's trying to sell a fucking hot dog. I think there's like two different concession stand workers, like 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 areas. It's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, great. yeah. I've seen. There's some good stuff within the uh, Wotan Defunto feud with concession stand stuff there, but like this was like the best view of that I've ever seen, and I love that kind of stuff. That is so cool. Well, you love the it, idea that it could get messy. It doesn't too, ever get you know? old. I mean, the, like, the, the like the 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 the, with the cum bucket, right? The the milk bucket from uh, the the IWRG. Yeah, the, you know the big the suds. Yeah, and just like a a bucket with a bunch of full beer bottles in it getting hurled. Like just anytime <laughs> you have a possibility of introducing liquid, which is the thing with the beer, the people handing a a cup and they hurl it at the fucking other guy's head. It's just so perfect and you don't get it in American wrestling. 
because yeah. I don't know. We, we, I don't know. We don't trust each other enough or something. We like, no, you know, you're afraid that if you do that, the wrestler is going to come fucking fight you. Cause we're all insane. And I don't know. <laughs> we'll also, you know, know. We'll share a blunt, but they won't like pass a beer. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> I guess it's just that we're cheap. Oh man. Yeah. That's, that's very true. <laughs> that's on, that's on the bumper sticker. <laughs> Yeah, the beer's cost. I mean, the beer probably is cheaper here. So if if yours gets you know donated to the to the match, yeah, you're like oh shit. Well, I guess I'll go get another one. Yeah, Whereas in America, if you know fucking you know Ethan Page steals your beer and throws it at someone, that's like seven bucks or whatever, right? <laughs> not at it's, it's not at the Knights of Columbus Hall in LaSalle. Two dollar PBRs, man. You think they still do that's that? That's the rule. It is the rule <laughs> that you gotta sell the the cheapest beer you can in uh, pro wrestling, just because. You're not. It's like going to a ball game. You're not there because the beer's good. You're there because to have the beer anyway. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of it. Um, yeah. No, it's it's just wonderful when they throw the full the full cup of beer. <laughs> there's really nothing else like it. The plastic club cup flying. Yeah. Up, like just clanging about. Like just so it's, silly. It's, it's like great. a it's like a transgressive thing that. It's like you're not allowed to do that in America because it's going to make a mess or something. What if it gets on somebody's clothes? Like, you or know, a kid or something. A little yeah. kid. Oh. You know, what if a little kid? Oh, God. And meanwhile, in that Mexico. That was the best moment of MJF's fucking title run. You look, kid looks thirsty. Yeah. No, right. No, sure. <laughs> uh, there's not enough of it. There's not enough of it. Um, so this, uh, yeah, D- Demis is in the ring and they got this big metal box. Um, which I don't know what this big metal box is. Um, I, I've thought it might've been a trash can, but it's like a perfect, uh, perfect obelisk almost <laughs> sort of an obelisk, I guess is what, how I would describe it. It's uh, it's like a perfect, almost cube. Um, and I started, I, 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 I thought maybe, maybe it was a filing cabinet with the drawers pulled out cause it kind of flexes and flops like that sort of metal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Later, guys get slammed on it, and it doesn't, you know, collapse. Yeah. Well, filing cabinets are pretty tough, though. <laughs> I think that's what I think. I think that amount of metal will like it'll give only to a certain point, and then there's no more give after a while. Like it's just uh, like we'll see with the the chair in the next match. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a big big box. It's a big metal box that they hit each other in the head with. Um, yeah, and. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure this was a blast to witness live. It was hard for me to write notes on, not just because I was tired, but, um, you know, the, the most fun I've ever had, like, watching a match live was that, John, that fucking Cruel versus Mickey versus Schlack versus Savico oh, yeah. four-way from, I think it's August 20th, 2022. I think I have the date right. The afternoon yeah, show. Yeah, somewhere um, there, yeah. And it's, uh, it's just a total, like, all over the place. And I was just running around following people and watching shit as close up as i could um i have not watched that on video i bet i'm i bet i'm on camera a number of times i guess now that i think about it um yeah there's some sick stuff i I watched it i had to go back and watch it because yeah you only can't see see shit yeah what's going on there yeah i saw yeah i saw a a bit i saw i saw as much as i earned with how hard i ran around (laughs) trying to follow it it was one of the greatest wrestling experiences of my life um all right, so Damus gets a hot baby face moment. He hits the Cabradora, uh, th- throws the filing cabinet at somebody's head. Um, 
he really enjoys throwing that thing around. It seems like Damus does. Um, all right, and this is where as ten minutes eight seconds into the video is where the shot of a pile of what looks to be actual shit in the ring, and I don't know how it got there. It's too big of a clump to have come off of somebody's shoe. It, it fell out of the thing. It fell out of the thing. Of the thing. So, so how did yeah. it get in the thing? So yeah. that brings us to the next question: Was this not a filing cabinet? Was this some sort of porta toilet? <laughs> That's a. That, yeah. I mean, that's a very. But there's like nothing else in it except for this one. One big pile of <laughs> shit. <laughs> Frank Geary's fucking porta potty. Yes. Very. Uh, it's yes. Very, uh, modern art. Yes. If so. <laughs> Can anybody tell me why this toilet costs much? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> It's a oh, toilet. God. It's the a toilet. toilet. Is obviously one of the one of the best weapons in the history of pro wrestling. Yes, uh, yard, yard call. call say it back. back, yard call. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Yep. 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 Um. At some point, uh, one of the Macizos punches the referee for no reason. Um. It's very funny. And then there's people getting yanked and dragged around, and Miedo's taking selfies with the woman in the crowd. Um. The uh, Draco and Damus trade slaps in the ring. I believe it's Draco. Yeah, Draco. Yeah, when they take their shirts off. Yeah, yeah, right? this is great. This is, this, I mean, this is this is the, the build up to the finish here. Uh, Draco teases the fat guy Tope, but sadly does not manage to get it. Um, both of the Macizos do dives, uh, big dives. They're working hard, uh, harder than you've seen them work at, ever since. Because <laughs> uh, those guys have really fallen off. Um, and then Draco does get a dive. He hits a, uh, it's a second rope moonsault plancha to the floor. And he looks fat as hell doing it. <laughs> it's awesome. And then I think he gets back in and finishes Damus with a just like a pretty clean spine buster, right? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I thought it was Casario Negro. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I guess it makes more sense that somebody would swap out. Draco wouldn't come back in after the moonsault. <laughs> um, and that they all keep fighting. But it was crazy to me that Damus would take this clean pin off, an, off a nice but normal-ass spine buster yeah. when he's like, but he's like, what? He's wrestling Wotan and they got to do some bullshit. <laughs> he won't lose clean in a fucking yeah. singles. It's funny. I love wrestling. I love it. I love, I love the egos. I love that what, what these guys perceive as a, a showing weakness versus, you know, not, it's incredible. Yeah. When, and why is, why, I mean, I get why Akuma's there, but if Akuma's there, he's taking the fall, right? What is he was doing it, there? If not to wear the shirt that says his name. LL, though? Oh, uh, he, he is now. That shouldn't I, matter. I, was I he know. gone for a minute? He might have been gone for a minute. I, I, he I might have been, yeah, if he was gone then and working this, because he's like the eighth guy here, which is very, yeah. it's very weird for a CMLL guy of any stature to just be the eighth I guy. I guess I didn't consider that he was maybe still working for them. But it does feel like it should just be his brother taking the fall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, I don't know. I really like this. Uh, I really like the team of, of Draco and, uh, do they have a name? Draco, Corsair, Negro... Frasero and Demonio oh, Infernal. Oh, shit. Yeah, Forta, Fortaleza. Fortaleza. Um, I like their shirts. I want to get one. Um, there should be more... It should be easier to get Lucha shirts, I feel like. You know? Yeah. You got any, do you have any Lucha Libre shirts, John? Uh, yeah, I got a Fishman shirt when when I went to Mexico, and I got a Demu shirt and nice. um, uh, L.A. Park. Nice, nice, nice. I have a Damus and a Parata Morgan. 
Nice. I didn't know that. Nice. I've got a Zona 23 shirt. That's it. But oh, yeah. uh, oh, I guess I've, I've got uh, the Kikutaro shirt. He's worked Mexico. <laughs> he counts. <laughs> <laughs> Forget I got that Kikutaro two days in prison, two nights stay in prison shirt. That was a fundraiser for Kikutaro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, go ahead. So this match, when it starts, you know, and there's just guys everywhere. They go up in the balcony. It's very claustrophobic, right? It's like you know, like being in a submarine or something, but with these just like fat guys slapping each other instead. Yeah. Well, uh, in the balcony shots, you can tell how little space there is even for fans to sit. Like, it's yeah, kind of, yeah. It doesn't seem great. <laughs> Not yeah, a bad seat in the house, but there. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's a cool. And, and then like in these types of matches, you know, like, or like Survivor Series matches or something, you, you always like to think like, Oh, we got a game plan, right? There's four of us. And so they immediately pair off. Right. And it's Frazero going after Dane Lewis. Like, so the biggest guy, he's like, well, I'll take the little one. You know, the rest of you do figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the, the idea of going after Damus at all. He's just so scary. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this is, yeah, so this was, um, this is an eight-man tag also. I just, I, I love, I love just the, hey, more guys, let's just go fucking crazy. Yeah. They should do it more often, where it's just like. I mean, I guess this is sort of the bread and butter of these, uh, but this is a great example of it. Um, and I guess that'll bring us to our main event, huh? Main event time. Main event time. Um, this is, so we, we did the last three in chronological order, but this only seemed appropriate to go back for. Uh, it's Flystar versus Toxin, Toxin from April 28th, April 28th. I don't know how to say 28th. Viente uh, Ocho, 2018. <laughs> Um, this is from Mexa Wrestling. Go ahead. Yeah, the name of the show was uh, uh, what was oh. the name of the show? Blood, Blood Party. <laughs> I was very happy with Blood Party. Yeah, Blood Party. I mean, you know, you boil it down, <laughs> keep it simple. I like it. I like it. Um, it's like WrestleMania. Wow, great. what a great name, Blood Party. I love it. Um, this one, of course. Uh, presented to us on the channel Hector Godfrey TV. Um, the best version of one of the, I don't know, one of the best matches that I've ever seen. No, I don't know. I love this match. I really find this match to be so wonderful, even though it's got moments of slow and clunky and, you know, there's some strikes that might not be as hard as they should be occasionally. But I think this match and this specific version of it i watched this match i think also uh edited with multiple cameras at some point too um, yeah and this is the one though this is the fucking this is the stuff here um shot from the balcony right yeah 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 um and uh you know the video starts and in the first two seconds of the video chair shot to the head yeah, yeah, it's unprotected chair shots. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you know what you're getting into, right? When once it starts, right? It's just so nice when it, you know, um, you know, Ray Liotta's narration comes on or whatever, you know, like how whatever the the great openings of a movie, you know, yeah. like <laughs> it's perfect. It's like we're fucking let's go. We're fucking racing to the races. Uh, we're racing to the races. Uh, Flystar still has his mask here and would lose it, of course, to Toxin in their rematch from this match uh yeah. this is a mono imano super libre or whatever 
um, and that is the mask versus mask match. And yeah, they were partners, right? Los Criminal Boys. Is, it, is that right? Yes. You said yeah. it, Mike. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was <laughs> Los Criminal Boys. Um, and then, of course, you know, they have to fight each other for the mask. It's it's poetic. It's Lucha. Um, and uh, they uh, <laughs> that match in, in November is just as crazy as this one. I think most of us thought it was just a little less something. I don't know. Um, Siobhan, were you the outlier? Is that what we were talking about? I was the outlier, yeah. But I was so I went with this. I, I decided we should go with this one just because if this was the match that people liked more, then I'm like, I mean, because I, I just it was hard to pick. I remember that. I remember that had the, the mask match had some fire spots. But yeah, they weren't like consequential really. I feel like there's just like more downtime maybe and less like yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's there's something. I didn't watch that one for this, but we're, you know what? We're gonna cover that match at some point on the show too. So we will we'll get to that because uh, that match is also wonderful. And these guys are fucking awesome. Flystar and Toxin mm-hmm. are both fucking awesome. They're like they are. I mean, at this point, they're like current generation. But at this time in 2018, it really felt like this is like the next generation of like crazy motherfuckers from Mexico. Yeah, definitely. Are yeah. willing to do anything. Are not necessarily deathmatch guys, but are not afraid to do it. Like. And since then, you know, they've wrestled a lot. We've, we've, have, there's a lot of good matches with these guys. Maybe it hasn't been, you know, uh, all great. The, the pandemic happened. Obviously, a lot of stuff happened. Um, but wasn't Toxin was just on in, a, in that big trios match, right, from West Coast Pro that everybody was gifting? He, he was. I didn't watch the match, but he yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, him and uh, Iron Kid are both being, like, claimed for as, like, West Coast Pro guys. So it's, they're getting, yeah. he's getting bookings, which is good. It's good to see. Well, Toxin's in in AAA now. Yeah, yeah. right. Where's Flystar? Fly, how's Flystar doing? Flystar doesn't seem to work anywhere but Zone Twenty Three. Well, <laughs> goddamn, that's fine by me. Um, I'll have he, to. Well, he retired for like a month. What? Someone died, right? On a show, and like Flystar retired, but then didn't something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that there's weird stuff like that. I remember was it Acero or something like that. Who died? I yeah, I don't I want to just say a name. It was one of the, It was a name where I'm like, oh, I know that name, but I'm not sure I know that guy. Yeah, Acero. Um, I was looking. I was trying to find it. Um, no, I uh, I can't find shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I, I should come prepared for these things. When I look that up, um, it's just a bunch of Pokemon stuff. Acero. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, I do not have the answer. <laughs> but yeah, Flystar seems to only work Zona 23. I, it's, some of these guys from that era is weird. Like Iron Kid, he used to be everywhere, and now he, you know, he works like Lucha meme shows, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I guess, you know, they're getting older or whatever. Maybe they, you know, but the pandemic, I think, slowed down a lot of people's uh, momentum. Yeah. I, I do think that. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, Flystar. <laughs> He should he should be getting booked also in West Coast Pro, uh, but unfortunately they don't have like wooden milk crates and shit there, <laughs> so he uh, wouldn't know. I mean, this is just uh, we're calling out to uh, Chris Hero. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, if, did you guys watch the Hero matches? Not yet. No, yeah. no interest. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny though? That that's the level of interest. Eh, whatever. It's free on YouTube. I'll get to it. Like, fuck, man. That's where we're at now. Um, 
All right, so Flystar still has his mask. He doesn't have the full crazy sleeve tattoo yet. Um, I swear I noticed that. Um, immediately, uh, we're, we're uh, what, 15, 30 seconds into the video, and Toxin lifts fireman style, lifts Flystar up, tells the crowd to move, waves them off. But the guy in the audience doesn't move and instead pats himself on the chest as though he wants to have Flystar Death Valley drivered onto him. So that's what Toxin does. <laughs> fucking DVTs him into a bunch of fucking fans, and it's absurd. <laughs> and the crowd loves it. Like, they're chanting for him, and the air horns are crazy. Um, full drink cup, throws it at Flystar's head. Crowd chants, uh, chants Puto at Flystar, uh, and then Toxin DVDs him into the crowd again. Yeah. <laughs> like, without warning this time. He's just like, well, they liked it over there. I'm going to do it over here. <laughs> Hey, you, you remember what I did over there? Here we go. <laughs> hey, hey. For the record, I actually, I think it was Principe uh, Aero. That, I remember. That's oh, the guy who died. Aero. All right. That passed away. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like an aneurysm or something. All right. I'm glad we, you know, it's worth Rest coming back to. Bro. to. To make sure we got the right name, it's worth coming back to. Principe Aero. Um, did I say it right? Yeah. R.I.P. Um, uh, so DVDs him into the crowd again, and three we're three minutes into the match, and he's DVDed him into the crowd twice. Um, and then there's a person in the there's like two people in the crowd trying to hand uh, the plastic milk crates to Toxin, um, but he's he waves him off. And then there's a there's people like trying to like there's like three different people trying to hand him their beers to throw at Five Star. Like they're all like he's Jesus Christ or something, you know? They're all trying to fucking. Give them their beers, which is what happened with Jesus, right? When he went to send one punk. <laughs> the best of my knowledge. Hey, Seuss, they say down there. Um, Toxin hits, uh, he, set, he sets up two wooden crates. Uh, these wooden crates, which I, I must define, I suppose, as saying they're about the size of a case of beer, the shape of a case of beer, like a box that size, but they're yeah. made of shitty wood. <laughs> they're made of the world's shittiest wood. Um, and he then sits them up on the ground. He props some other boards on them at a 45-degree angle, sort of, facing the edge of the ring. Um, they go to the apron, uh, and it's all bad ideas. This is all, like, Toxin, <laughs> I think Toxin's going to give him a fucking, uh, no, he, he's, he's going to give him a, a, a Spanish fly. Or, a Spanish no, fly he, or something, but then they change their mind. Yeah, I, yeah. He takes him in the ring. It's a... Uh, <laughs> They go back in the ring. Toxin gives him a snapmare and a soccer kick to the back, which is so stupid. <laughs> and uh, sick chair shot to the head. Another chair shot. Um, this is where he rips a big chunk of Flystar's mask off, and it's really interesting because he doesn't he doesn't grab it with two hands and tear. He just grabs it like he he puts his like fingers in the eye holes and he just yanks and it rips a big chunk of his mask right off. Like it's it's like it was almost planned or something. I don't know. I don't know if it was, but it was cool. And he just throws it into the crowd. It's really cool. Um, and then he hits him with another chair shot. <laughs> um, and yeah, this... and so Flystar starts bleeding a ton here, right? Yeah, this is where he bleeds. It's right there. Yeah. After the, right after and, the mask rip. Toxin has this white t-shirt that somehow doesn't seem to get blood on it at all. But there's like a puddle of blood in the corner. Like a legitimate puddle. So but what like... happens there, he puts him in the tree of woe. And he gives him the Tommy Dreamer baseball yeah. slide. And so that's the classic hang a guy upside down right after he bladed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so it's just a massive puddle. And yeah, I guess Toxin kind of was able to stay away because he did the world's <laughs> softest hardcore move, the Tommy Dreamer sliding tree of woe baseball slide. 
um, yeah, but the puddle is um, substantial. <laughs> I love it when they they do that when they hang upside down. Um, Toxin. All right, this is where he takes him to the apron, goes for the Spanish fly again, um, a la little sicko and obey, of course, from the Carnage Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, Flystar gets the advantage though, and Toxin is left to sort of sit hanging off the apron, back to the floor, legs in the ring. Uh, it's a it's a lucha libre style setup. You don't really see this setup in American wrestling very much, um, but he's sort of hanging there, and uh, Flystar comes with a low pay spear. I don't know. It's gross. <laughs> a Biggie Langston, but lower. Yeah. Um, they, and so he uh, through the bottom and middle, spearing him off the apron into the milk crates, which. I don't think really, really broke. They just sort of fly out from underneath. <laughs> Not so much breaking toxins fall as much as stepping aside. <laughs> the milk crate suddenly step aside. Um, and it's sick. It's fucking awesome. The sound is really good when they hit. It's great. Um, and then Flystar takes toxin uh, to the floor, uh, rips his shirt off and slaps him on the chest. Uh, someone hands him a cup and he throws it in his face. You know, same song. Uh, mm-hmm. Fireman Carry into the Michinoku Driver. This is where it is, right? That's the that's the movie you were talking about earlier, right, Siobhan? Yeah. 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 Fireman into the Michinoku Driver on just the. So he walked him over to the padding around the ring, but it didn't look like it was padding. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of just looked like they put some wood on top of the concrete. Couldn't really tell, um, but that's a horrible bump. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This this match, it's, it's I mean, it's it's got its flaws. Like sometimes they sort of just kind of don't seem to know. It. Well, I mean, we'll get into it. I think I mean, Toxin seems like he's out of, or out of it at the end of the match. Um, yeah, but the way it's set up is is you know Toxin's in control, just brutalizing Flystar, and then Flystar gets control and just literally the same moves back to Toxin. Right? It's like <laughs> well, it's weird. No, I think that is the point though. Yeah. Um, he's he does the he's like sort of lifts him up for a tiger driver sort of thing um and just drops him face first under the milk crate in the ring yeah. the wooden crate like a, yeah like an angel's wings yeah but he doesn't even yeah. drop with him he just throws him down uh from the from the angel's wings position uh like the bare abdomen of toxin crashing into the splintery like shitty wood immediately yeah. after this spot you see a nasty mark on his right side not a cut like just like an <laughs> instant bruising <laughs> Um, and yeah, then this is, this is, uh, Flystar does the mask ripping and starts going after Toxin with the chair shot and then gets the, the fucking, uh, Magnum TA piece of wood, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. although this is more, he did it more like a Nick Gage style. <laughs> uh, this is like a homicide stabbing, uh, homicide, the wrestler, um, more than a Terry Allen, I guess the way he does it. Yeah. Um, but Siobhan, you, um, you, so you remember the, the rematch? It's October. I think it's actually October. Um, don't they do fire like in the first minute or some shit? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, can you remember, do you remember? Can you? Yeah. (laughs) Man, these guys are sick. They are really sick. Um, I don't know. We got to watch that match too. Honestly. Now I'm, now I'm curious. I got to go back to it. 
Um, but yeah, he gives him the same moves. He does um, the the Tree of Woe and the Tommy Dreamer yeah. dropkick. He certainly does. Um, did to- Toxin didn't cut as good, right? Would we say no, the blade job on so. Toxin is not satisfactory? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe also his mask is like more, you know, kept together. So that might have been part of it too. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, so well, he, we, we should also, they each have a second in this match, but they didn't seem to come out with them. Well, and they factor only into the end and only a little bit. Um, yeah. H- hilariously, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that is true. Um, they uh, they don't establish their themselves very well, um, and this was also like the first one of these, I think, matches from this building that I'd ever seen. I, I don't think I'd ever seen Flystar or Toxin at all, so I really I went into this the first time I watched this match, just like who is who, what is this, like, oh my god, what the fuck. Um, but yeah, they so they they have this chair. I want to talk about this chair. Um, Cause you ever, you know, you ever have like a piece of furniture in your house that like out, outlives it's like where, oh, yeah. where you know, <laughs> why is this thing still here? Like the fucking armrest is like chewed up from a dog that I had like 10 years ago. <laughs> like <laughs> this chair goes through it. What was the, uh, the table Siobhan? Uh, the oh, Memphis God. table. Ta- Oh god, the t- the Memphis table that we're just like at Jerry Jarrett's dinner table. Yeah. That seems to have just exist been around for six years. I feel like we didn't dwell enough on that fucking Memphis table and how it, it probably is that's, still standing. Yeah, that's that's like in fucking one of Jeff Jarrett's kids' fucking apartments or something. Yeah, yeah. And like they had to like get four people to try to move it up the stairs. Yeah, this chair uh, does not fare quite as well as that table, but this chair, this chair is just like uh, they keep hitting each other with the same chair. Um, like what's left of the chair, kind of feels like by the fifteen minute mark of this video, it's fully developed into like a different weapon. Like the <laughs> the matter has transformed, you know. Um, and then he sets it up in the corner low. Uh, with a wooden crate sort of propped up against it. And they do a little sequence here. Toxin slides to avoid hitting it, and they do this awesome... Like, Flystar attempts a tornado DT, but Toxin stops him and hits him with the northern lights into the corner, into the chair in the crate. Um, But the crate has slipped down, so Flystar kind of clears the crate on the initial flip, tailbowed hard on the chair, and then whiplashes back head and neck milliseconds later going through the wooden crate. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it, it, it went from a, you know, somewhat dangerous back bump through the crate to, you know, something that really, like, no one should be breaking wood with their neck, right? That's yeah. not... In a, that's, in that's, a no, domino no, effect like a fashion. idea. Yeah. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. and shit in there. It really is the whiplash of his head going back. It cracks that wood. It's just just awful um toxin then has a a bag of thumbtacks but it appears to be about 50 (laughs) thumbtacks which seems unnecessary but sure kid go ahead um and he of course gets his the move immediately reversed and i think it takes jade cargill's finish into the tax i guess is how i would describe it um yeah it's like a a pedigree without 
dropping down, right? It's not Something a pedigree. Like it's a, no, that was the other one. That was the milk crate. Oh, that was the other one. Yeah, this, yeah. this was like a lifting, like a tiger lift up and then just drop him straight forward. Like Beth Phoenix's old move, but without. Yeah, yeah, down. yeah. Yeah. Um, like everybody knows Beth Phoenix. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Beth Phoenix. What the fuck? <laughs> Shouts out to Adam Copeland. Um, rated R superstar. Rated R superstar. Um, there's a yeah, so there's some shots here that definitely could have been laid in a little harder, uh, but mostly it's all made up for you know because shit like Toxin does like this in his incredible tope. Uh, he does like the it's the senton to the floor like we talked about earlier, but he does it running and it's insane. He hits so hard with an absolute like the noise that it's he doesn't hit the ground like he hits all Flystar perfect impact like severe impact and Flystar like lets out the you know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sound. Cheron too, right? Did he? That's on the next one. So that's oh, that's the, the thing. Yeah. Flystar comes back and does it to him with the chair on him. Oh right. Uh, or w- the the pieces of what the chair used to be. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. The uh, the yeah the sound is awful though when on this first one the one that uh, Toxin hits on him, and then uh, back in that that chair he hits him in the fucking face with it the chair it's like the chair should be useless it should be garbage by now like you couldn't sit in it but they're you know they use every part of the chicken or every part of the buffalo every part of the chicken sure. every part of the chicken <laughs> they use every part of the chicken um and the, but then they get a new chair okay they finally get a new chair the toxin places flystar's head on it and does the stupid fucking roll and stomp um, but in the process, I was going to say it's the fucking Rollins stomp, not a curb stomp. It's the, the Rollins Ra- It's called a Rollins stomp. Um, the SRS, the Seth Rollins stomp. Uh, shouts out. But in the process of hitting the, the worst move in wrestling, he he bounces off the ropes, and his foot catches on the black plastic bag that he had the fifty thumbtacks in. <laughs> so he ends up hitting the trash stomp onto an open chair with a bag on his foot. <laughs> fucking burn it down <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> burn it down uh he goes for another one and misses but then he hits his own fucking hiromu pump handle psycho driver thing onto the open chair uh but the chair provides no landing it really just buckles and then flystar lands in one of maybe the worst head drop bumps i've <laughs> ever seen uh it's really bad it's it's nasty it's he great doesn't rotate he doesn't no. his legs don't go over like it's just it's like it. How do you not have a broken collarbone or something? Ugh, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I I yelped for that one, and my that was the one where my daughter was like, "What are you doing?" Which is like the classic, you know. I'm trying to watch a wrestling match at 7:45, and you're getting dressed for school. I'm you do your thing. I'm doing my thing. All right. <laughs> Leave me alone for a second. Um, but then all right. So they have a real earned sense of fatigue here. So there's a lot of like main event lucha matches where it'll be like the two guys are like, oh, so tired, and it's like, well, yeah, you've been wrestling 20 minutes, but it's not really been that much. Right. <laughs> uh, like you know, like Rio de Jalisco is like looks like he's been through it, but he's only <laughs> taken like four bumps. <laughs> uh, so, but they, this is not that. Uh, so they they get they've been going hard as hell nonstop and uh, Flystar manages to get Toxin to the floor and hits puts the busted chair on him hits the same move, um, the 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 flipping uh, Sintan Atomico on the on the grounded opponent on the floor, just absurd, um, onto the chair which also again barely resembles a chair. Yeah. <laughs> if you asked a child what that was, they would not say chair. <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like a chair that like you know like the atomic testing facilities where they'd set up the houses it looks like a chair that was in one of those fucking <laughs> it's literally scrap metal like it's just nothing i'm putting chair in quotes at this point in my notes um and uh they, they go back in they they start hitting each other with the milk crates uh they this is yeah this is the point where toxin seemed not all there right yeah. Like, didn't he start to wander off and, like, have to get, like, guided back into the room? I think maybe that's why the seconds come into play. It's <laughs> right after this. You know what? It's right after this. It's – all right, so what, I, I think I clocked it, all right? So they do the milk crates, they, and it's the classic where they break through – they they hit it, the guy with the milk crate and follow through and then leave it hanging on their neck yeah. so it dangles. Yep. Uh, they each do one of those perfectly, and then they each go to the corner, and their seconds hand them each a beer bottle. Yeah. They run to the middle of the ring, and in, the in-stereo shatter them over each other's heads. Um, it's kind of you know, kind of like a standard like modern final showdown in a wrestling match where they run, and it's a you know they go for it's like Hogan and Warrior with a double clothesline. <laughs> Except it's milk crates and beer bottles. It's a lot like that. Yeah, I compare that. I compare a lot of things to that match. I've I've begun to notice. Uh, (laughs) And then they're both down, and then the ring is covered in fucking trash, and it's awesome. And then this is where Toxin starts talking to the ref, and the ref is checking this new wound that he suffered halfway down his left, the left side of his abdomen. He's bleeding like really bad from this. This is where he goes out and he starts walking around, holding his arm up and showing people that he's like bleeding like John rare bleeding you know like bad bleeding um and then i guess he decides that he's okay uh when he starts building shit yeah yeah he starts setting fucking crates and chairs up uh this is where the second comes in and the toxin second this is where toxin second comes in and tries to fight with flystar um and he's got a shirt on that says toxin is big bastard yeah that's one of the better lucha shirts yeah (laughs) <laughs> there's no article here toxin no. is big bastard four words yeah. no commas <laughs> yeah no absolutely not <laughs> uh he interferes and fights with someone i think and then goes after flystar a little bit but he they, he, he kind of wanders off i guess with flystar second who again we don't see um we, and we ahead. should talk about flystar second i have no idea who this guy was he was wearing like a weird fetish mask or something yeah i wasn't sure <laughs> if that was a fetish mask or if it was you know la sombra's like black mask yeah I I never know what they're up to in Mexico with that stuff, you know? I don't know if they're into that. I I mean, they're into that everywhere, obviously, right? BDSM, they got that everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That that guy was, like, unnerving. I don't know what... It was very odd. Yeah, Flystar has all those tattoos. He was just there. He seems like he might be a freak. I don't know. Flystar (laughs) seems like he could be the type. Um, Los Criminal Boys. What are they getting up to? Um, I, I, you got to wonder what crimes they've committed. Um, yeah, Toxin's bleeding real bad. And uh, they go on the floor, and then they kind of just... Uh, they kind of force each other down to their knees. Like, they both kind of just, like... They, they, they start trading overhand chops, but then they, like, immediately are like, all right, let's go down to the... Let's get down here. <laughs> and then... And Toxin, like, seems to be telling Flystar to remove his shirt. That's how I read it, because Flystar removes the shirt, and then Toxin is, like, telling him, lower the straps. So he lowers the straps, puffs his chest out, and then they trade chops and eventually shoot fucking headbutts on, on their knees. Yeah. Just like, you know, fucking Fugo Fugo Yumeji, fucking, like, Keita Yano, the best shoot headbutts in a 
nasty environment you can imagine. It's um, just disgusting. It's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, it's it's this is the moments that really put the whole match <laughs> over the top. Um, and then they get into the finish. Toxin sets up some fucking contraption of chairs and crates and boards, and Flystar. <laughs> I have no wood. idea what that like. It looks like it's metal. The there's big one, the big white one. There's a big. It yeah. looks like metal. There's some. It looks like shelves off of a bookshelf. Yeah. But like that broke, like <laughs> half of a shelf. Um, and then there's just, just there's like four pieces of wood or whatever on top of a a stack of I think four chairs and two crates that are kind of level, right? Um, also, there's a part where uh, Flystar throws one of these boards at Toxin and knocks him over, and he knocks over half the chairs that Toxin just set up, yeah. <laughs> which is so fucking awesome uh, to to ruin it and then have to do it again. <laughs> and then uh, you know. It's hard to picture what they're going to do here. And it's hard to imagine it, even if somebody told you what they're going to do. <laughs> um, they go right underneath the camera, and they trade chops again. Hard chops. Right, like the, like the person is pointing down from the balcony directly on top of them. It's awesome. Um, and then uh, he, what, Flystar gives him a little, a little, a cute little super kick, uh, Nick Jackson style. Um <laughs> And uh, Toxin sort of lays on the uh, Bubba Ray Dudley style, lays on the on the, on the boards, and uh, and and Flystar goes up to the top. Uh, Toxin gets up though. They're both on the second rope. They go to the top, which I just couldn't believe that they were actually going to the top with this because there's really no reason to. You really don't have to do go off the top. <laughs> you can do it off the second or off the apron even. Right? Could have done it off the apron. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you teased earlier in the match. You never got to that spot. You yeah. haven't done that spot yet. There's yeah. no reason to go to C when you haven't gotten to B. <laughs> Except also why not? Fuck it. You know, the reason is fuck it. Yeah. Um and he gives him fucking Spanish fly off the top to the floor. Um maybe the biggest Spanish fly I've ever seen that wasn't a, the scramble cage match from Ring of Honor 03 or whatever, right? Right. Uh which I think yeah. literally broke Jose's ankle. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, or, or it broke one of the Special K guys' ankle. I don't know. Um, and it's... I, I'd say they overshoot it a little bit. Oh, it's not a good landing. But I, don't know, I don't know if there was a good landing, but this definitely wasn't it. I think landing towards the middle would have been a better. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there were like nails in the floor or something. We don't know. Who knows? Uh, hard to say what. Hard to say what what didn't happen. We only know what did happen. <laughs> oh, so they kind of overshoot it. Um, Toxin, of course, do, being the one doing the Spanish fly, basically moonsaults the concrete floor. Is what he does. He doesn't touch the wood hardly at all. His knees and his ankles and his the tops of his feet smack the fucking ground super hard. And meanwhile, Flystar's bump, it's, it's all ass on the concrete, but his upper body does smash the boards. So they did hit the spot, and it looks awesome. He pins him. It's over. That's the match. And it's a good finish. But I, they went. <laughs> could have been a little safer. I think it could have been a little safer with it is all I'm saying. <laughs> No, I just I don't know. They went off the top. They overshot. I think you could probably you go off the second. It probably would have been perfect, um, but it's it wouldn't have been as awesome. 
I wouldn't have had to, I wouldn't have felt the need to talk about it for five minutes if they had gone through the middle of it and been fine. Yeah. What if they were fine? Yeah. Well, they, that, after the match, it's like, yeah, Toxin goes in the ring and Fly Stretch is laying there, right? Like, yeah. Oh, and Toxin, yeah. it's great. It's, I mean, the file ends with the, they, they're chanting, ole, 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 Toxin, Toxin. They're handing him dollars, like throwing money in the ring. <laughs> yeah. And on the floor, the kids are coming up to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, on the floor, Flystar is dead, and his second is waving the towel in front of his face yeah. to cool him off. It's perfect lucha libre. It's five stars, despite flaws that we pointed out. It is five stars. This is a great match. Um, yeah, it's got it all. They did all. They did it all. I, you know, there's no balcony dives in this show. How did we not have a balcony dive? No, we talked about it. You know, so. Sam on Pentitlan, this, this, when I first noticed him was uh, probably like 2014 or something when one of the Ninja Turtles did a dive off a moonsault off the balcony. Leo, I think. Cool. God. Cool. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. That sounds great. Um, your spreadsheet doesn't go back that far, right? No, it, no, it doesn't. And, and I tried finding that match. I couldn't find it. So um, much of that. I mean, fuck. Siobhan will be the first to tell you about matches from 2014 Lucha that are no longer on the internet. Yeah. Am uh... I right, friend? <laughs> Yeah, man. Cork and Hall, man. Cork and Hall, man. Yeah, it's so funny that we've got that you know, and you know the match we're talking about. It's very funny. Um, oh, I searched Kaifan and 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 yeah, Carante. Yeah, Carante. I, I search YouTube for that like once every other week just to see if it. Comes. We appreciate it. Same. I always imagine I'm gonna wake up one. You know what? Every day I come to your door and I hope that you're not there. <laughs> There's gonna be our moment, man. One day I'm gonna wake up to a DM from you, and it's gonna be that match. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for coming on, pal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for having me. This is great fun. episode. Um, we'll have you on again. We can. We don't have to talk about lucha. We can talk about whatever. Um, but it's um, it's it's been a long time coming, and I'm sorry it took so fucking long. Mm. Talk about Chris Hero matches we we haven't watched or whatever. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's that we we're gonna the grapple fuck episode is. It exists somewhere in, in yeah. the timeline of the show. Oh, We're gonna yeah. do it. It's gonna happen. Um, but no, man. It's it, I should have had you on years ago. I don't know. I feel I feel silly now to think that I never that this is the first podcast we've done together. Oh, Fucking well, ridiculous. Well, it's fun. It's been fun, and, and and yeah, and anybody that like is listening to this. I mean, I imagine most people, you know, know this shit, but there's. You know, just hit me up on Twitter or whatever if you want to find these matches. There's so many YouTube channels that record this shit and upload yeah. it. And it's all there. And it's just some of the wildest stuff going on in wrestling, you know? And you've done Way a great better. job of, like, of you, you know where to look. You you know where to look as much like, as, much as anybody yeah. else, more than anybody else that I know. Um, it Can we sh- share the link? Is it public? Can I put the link yeah. on the in the notes? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll send you the link. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you don't need to send me your spreadsheet link. I have it okay. bookmarked on like multiple Google Chrome profiles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I think I, I had it. I actually had a shortcut straight to it from my home screen like two <laughs> two phones ago. I'm not joking. <laughs> 2019, that was a hell of a year for this list. That's where we got Fishman Wotan. Yeah, uh, that was the year you and I became friends. Um, yeah, it, it, the Fishman Wotan stuff. Uh, yeah, the they got to come dead. back to it. Maybe they will. Maybe. Um, we got to get to a show together, man. Uh, next summer, all right? Yeah. Uh, you know, they, 
NGI seems to have left Chicago, so yeah, and they're and doing now, it New Year's Eve, I guess, too. So yeah, and these ICW shows, it's like they're running um, Berwin. Yeah, Berwin. I don't want to go to the fucking Eagles Club. No way. I, I saw one show there. I don't ever want to go there again. Oh, I would. There, yeah, I thought it was going to die. It's horrible. Sucked. It sucks. <laughs> Fuck that building. Shouts out. Mike Stocks can talk all day about how fucking bad the <laughs> Berwin Eagles Club is. Yeah. He he warned me. I couldn't believe it. And then I ran into him there, of course. Oh, <laughs> folks, thank you for listening. Uh, thank find you us. for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you uh, for uh, giving us your your valuable time. Um, and I hope it's rewarding. I hope it. I hope you take the knowledge that you've learned today, and you use it well. I don't know. <laughs> um, watch some fucking lucha libre. Um, it's weird. It's not like other wrestling. And it might take you a minute to figure out like the things you like about it. But Lucha's Lucha's good. Lucha's deep. Lucha's great. And it's just just like American wrestling, it's got a lot of different facets and you can find you'll find your thing. Um a lot of fucking weirdos in Lucha. <laughs> it's cool. Um all right. Find us uh on Twitter at Touching Blood, John on Twitter at another spammer, uh Instagram uh, wrestling is gross. Touching blood on TikTok. Wrestling is gross. Gross dot v sky dot so I don't know the fuck that one is. Uh, <laughs> uh, send us an email. Wrestling is gross at gmail dot com. Send us an email. Send us something weird. Send us a correction or a question or a suggestion. Send us a picture of your penis. I don't care. I just want to get an email. Anyone, please. Citizen we'll email. describe the dick. I mean, you know, we'll do it. We we'll, let... we'll do an episode on your penis. That's the promise. Show me your penis or do a flip. Show me your penis or do a backflip. Yeah. Okay. Death to America. Death to America. Uh, yeah. More, now more than ever, death to America. Absolutely. Had enough of it. Thank you all for listening. And John, I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. And then Brazil plays. You've listened to the show.